2: We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle, staring at the same selection that was there last week, and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop.
1: No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal payment, hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download
2: the Tavor app from your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee. And you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy.
1: And now fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them, well, it sucks. And there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want to get 25 cents off your new game. There's a better way, though. Gamefly. Gamefly has over
2: 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii 3ds as well as older systems they've got it all and as a gamefly member you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee
1: if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back you can keep it for a low use price there are never any due dates or late fees and gamefly also offers the ability to rent blu-ray and dvd movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge
2: and right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Craft Brood Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Craft Brood Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBroodSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar.
3: Came from practice. Was practice in this bitch, you know what I'm saying? The play run to build on Saturday. You got some line ass coaches, bruh. Some line ass, fake ass, snake ass coaches, bruh. That's what the fuck wrong with Tennessee, nigga. you fuck, like, fuck them bitches. You know what I'm saying? To play Vanderbilt on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Because I really fucking hate Vanderbilt. Like, with a fucking passion. I can't stand them bitches. Each and every one of them, give a fuck, like, fuck them bitches. Real deal try to come back in this hole, but you got some lying ass coaches, bruh. Some lying ass, fake ass, snake ass coaches, bruh. That's what the fuck wrong in Tennessee, nigga. It ain't nothing to do with no players. It ain't nothing to do with no motherfucking <clears throat> injuries, niggas. It's straight fucking coaching. Fucking niggas is some lying ass bitches. And I'm saving this video, nigga. I don't give a fuck no more, nigga. Bring us a coaching staff that is honest, nigga, and will do everything, and they power, nigga, for our for the fucking kids, nigga, the fucking players, nigga. Fuck the paycheck, like damn, nigga, this is for us. But yeah, fuck the coaching staff right now. I'm gonna go fuck.
2: Hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome in
1: to another edition of Craft Fruit Sports. That was the perfect intro for Black Friday. <laughs> I hope you had the nigga kind of on. Because damn, I lost track. That was a lot of niggas. Oh, uh, this
2: is Craft Fruit Sports. Thank Ooh. you guys for joining us for another episode. Uh, part of the Loud Mouth Network. Uh, I'm Mike. Uh, with me as always, my main man Scott. Scraftroot Sports, Sky. <laughs> you ready to tap this cake of sports knowledge?
1: Never been more ready, my man.
2: <laughs> uh, let's do
1: it. Oh, <laughs> you pump up whore!
4: Holy Ooh.
1: shit, dude! Some snake ass bitches. <laughs> Damn! I thought you was a snake ass bitch doing the show without <laughs> me last week. <laughs> Woo! Apparently, you ain't got shit on Tennessee coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Shout Damn. out to
2: Tank for uh, for sharing that one to the craft oh, group because as that soon as fantastic.
1: I had I had
2: heard about that story happening earlier, and I never really watched the video. No, yeah, I heard.
1: I hear Tennessee players running their miles. Yeah. Like, I don't care. And, uh, Nobody cares about Tennessee. Players. And then I
2: saw the video, and I was like, oh, there's the drop for the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hair on this black. The blackest of black friends. Yeah.
2: Hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, obviously, the show, as always, you got white meat and dark meat here. Uh, <laughs> Black I, and crayon, I back am, in the fact. I am dark meat. Sitting here is
1: white meat with me. <laughs> According to some data we got this week, that might not be too far off. Uh, might not let you take yep. all the Irish love anymore, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to soak some of that up. <laughs> At least
2: 8% of it. At least. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. There's a, a lot we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about Jameis Winston and his ridiculousness that's going on in there. Uh, talk about talk the Major League Baseball Hall of, Fame, Hall of Fame, Fame ballots and
1: the NFL Hall of Fame ballots as well.
2: Yeah, we didn't even I didn't even plan for that one. Although no. I didn't really plan for the Major League one, but we'll wing it. We that's don't fine. need to.
1: That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> we know, because they finally entered the age of, I mentioned that on the uh, Facebook post, that yeah. we are now firmly in the age of all of these guys were right there in our childhood. I know, it's weird. It started with Griffey last year, but like when you look at the battle, now it's, okay, everybody yeah, you it's, recognize, it's or what weird. played when you were alive and watching. And it's a
2: super weird feeling. It is. To be like, oh, I remember him.
1: Yes, vividly. Like Yeah, like yeah.
2: I, I Understood what was going on in the right, game, right? Because I was, don't, like,
1: as much as I love and feeling. watched Griffey, I don't remember his earliest years. Yeah, That's when he
2: was when he was good. Like I remember him breaking down in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
1: my earliest memories are you know the Kingdom Slide and right. the playoffs, but that was what ninety four. Yeah, I mean, or 95. no, it was ninety five. Because 94 there was no playoffs cuz that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> valid valid point. But yeah, I mean the the early the earliest part of the 90s there um was I, I was just kind of getting into baseball yeah. and I don't, you know, Griffey when he had he had a little bit of uh, uh um what do they call that hairstyle? The, the negro hairstyle that's kind of wet looking. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know. Um You're a asking bad black. I know I'm the white motherfucker this week. Uh, can't even answer my own damn
2: question. Um, we we will get to Jesus. the white motherfucker question as well as uh, we're going to talk about another business that is screwing up sports <laughs> promotions. Daniel um,
1: coming in hot with the truth.
2: Uh oh. Anyway, I didn't
1: see it. yeah, well, say? check that out when you get a chance. Okay. <laughs> Not one we're going to say on the air. Okay. Nope. That's fair. <laughs> Hope that nobody else sees that, like my wife. <laughs>
2: Uh, We're going to talk about another uh, player getting catfished. We got a catfish story this week. Uh, Mike Leach. (laughs) Given all the wedding knowledge. (laughs) All the wedding knowledge. If only you had heard it like six months ago.
1: Right. (laughs) Wouldn't have missed last
2: week's episode. Uh, We're going to talk about there's a player that's being sued by a horse. So you can stick around (laughs) and find that one out. And another player that's being sued for fucking somebody, there's just some crazy lawsuits that's the, happening. That's the best story. Of we'll the week. talk about uh, all of those here coming up in Upper Deck in a minute. Before we get to that, man, how's your Thanksgiving?
1: Thanksgiving was good, even though I worked all day. At yeah. the sound of the gong, my Thanksgiving was great. <laughs> or it's just you knocking beer into the mic. Says the guy who does it uh, every, every show. Week. Well, that's why I take the opportunity to point <laughs> out when you do it because <laughs> it's usually me fifteen times an episode. So, but no, my Thanksgiving was good. I worked. All day regular I, shift for me. Just you just, saw, just I Daniel just saw Suclair? Chance's comment. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Uh, Chance, well done, man. Yeah, uh huh,
1: nailed it.
3: Uh, I
2: also like that Glenn said. Well,
1: that was an intro soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but um, no, Thanksgiving was good. Uh, first, hmm, okay, so Cheryl and I. This is actually, I think, our fourth Thanksgiving together. At least third. We've been together three years now, so I'm like, ah, eh, we won't cut the Thanksgiving when we just started talking. But the third Thanksgiving that we've had together and shared together, and usually we have – we did it one year, the first year we lived together, but we were in a tiny apartment and family, yeah. and it was cramped, and we didn't do all the cooking. We just did, like, a little bit, and, her, like, her mom brought the turkey and – did nice. all that stuff. And then the last couple of years, we went over and had like a Friends Giving at our friend's house and they hosted it. And so we just would bring something and they had everything else. And you got to just sit and drink. Right. And so, well, not really, so though, great. because usually I have to always, the man is always holding me down. And Black Friday, I always have to work. <laughs> so I don't even get to drink on Thanksgiving because usually I'm there at the ass crack of dawn. This year, no different. Slightly less ass crackish this year. <laughs> but still, I was at work by seven this morning so no real drinking um but yeah so this was the first year we did it at our house and cooked the bird and did most of the sides had one of cheryl's friends brought over um a few sides and it was just me the wife the kids that's awesome and her man. friend and yeah no it was great
2: how about yours dude it was good we went to uh, my wife's sister's house uh so we didn't have to do much and cooked a couple sides. There you Just go. Let it's let the, the way to go. Yeah. I
1: mean, it, as nice as it is to have that feeling of ah, we did everything and everything turned out really great. It was the first time, we yeah. But it's also then the you gotta like clean the house like crazy yep. beforehand and Cheryl then clean had the house afterwards. All and that stuff and doing worst. the dishes. I thought I was my hands were gonna yeah, fall off. It sucks. Afterwards.
2: Um, but yeah, we, it was good. My my son got to play with his cousins and. He was wild, and actually had a pretty good beer. I posted it in the Facebook group, uh, Rivertown's Salted Carm Ale. I was jealous. Which, as I said in that picture, fuck them for making me pronounce that two syllables. Because <laughs> be, the name of that beer should be Salted Caram Ale. <laughs> yeah, see, you can't even
1: fuck it up right, because they know how to pronounce it. So. <laughs>
2: but that beer was so good, man. Was if it? You, yeah, if you get a chance. It looked good. I, and I found it like a UDF too. Wasn't even like it was a hard one to find. Was mm. It was a UDF in the cooler. I was that like, that, that looked
1: like it was a lot more difficult than that. Super easy to find. At yeah. least a a craft beer store. Nope. No crazy bottle <laughs> shop.
2: Nothing. Just a, a gas station on the way. Like a, I was like, I need to get beer. Let's just stop in here. And oh, this looks really good. That'll work. <laughs> An
1: unexpected find.
2: Let's talk about the beer that we got today. Uh, This is one that that came from Tavor, uh, from one of our shipments. This one is We saved this specifically for for, Thanksgiving. Yeah, because this was from our first shipment, right? Yes, it was. So this has actually been aged mm, for about a month. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But this one is from Highwater Brewing. It's sugary maple pecan pie. Now, let me... Hang on. Before I get going, pecan or Pecan. Or pecan,
1: or <laughs> it's pecan. <laughs> it's pecan. It is. It's pecan. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to fuck with you for a second. Yeah. No, it's pecan. I thought we were gonna have another battle. <laughs> no, and not, not no
2: pecan pie. No, it's not. It's <laughs> it's pecan. So this one, uh, this is aged in bourbon, bourbon barrels. So already it's gonna be right fantastic. I think. Uh, but I like that they they. Their tagline for this one is, fill your pie hole, which is fantastic. The The marketing for it is great. Uh, did you read the description on the back?
1: No, I was just about to do that as you were reading, or you were... Talking about it, because I was like, oh, wait, there's a little description. So on it that mentions thing. that it's Ooh, got...
2: 9.8. Yes, 9.8% 9. ABV. Coming um, in hot. <laughs>
1: uh, decently priced
2: bomber, too. I don't think this one was crazy expensive. No, this wasn't. Uh, I want to say it was around 10 bucks for the bomber, which isn't terrible for a 9.8% yeah, I was going to say beer. it was
1: either 8 dollars or nine ninety nine. Yeah, I, I remember vividly that it wasn't very there's expensive. There's only been a
2: handful of bombers that we've bought that are over... The $8.99, $9.99 mark.
1: Right, and and usually they've been a little bit higher,
2: like in the elevens. Right. So. Right. Um, so they say that uh, this offers a big slice of flavors that you wish grandma had put in her famous Thanksgiving pie. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a wonderful bottle of liquid love. <laughs> Right, this sounds super dirty. <laughs> <laughs> As I was reading it out loud, I was like, nope, I don't want to read it anymore. <laughs> you started to keep going. <laughs> uh, it says you'll be transported back to times of holiday joy and family get-togethers from the past. This is a special treat from us to you to help relive some of those special memories or maybe help create some new ones. Um, fucking delicious yes. initial sips. Yeah, um, no, it's it's... Is- it is kind of sugary though, like the first couple sips. Which I had, is funny I was because like, when you I just I'm glance gonna... at
1: the bottle, it says sugary. Yeah, but it looks like sugar free. Sugar free. free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really quickly, when you glance at it, the first thing you're like, "Wait, sugar free maple pecan pecan." It's like <laughs> pecan.
2: The chance chimed in and said, "It's not pecan. goddammit. it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: pecan." <laughs> Is that pecan pie? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that's how you that's how you know it's wrong is if you sound like a hillbilly. <laughs> Give me some of that pecan pie. Nope, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Grow another tooth and say it right. Right.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, initial taste man is delicious. You can definitely taste the pop Papa flavor. Vic
1: in the house. Happy oh, birthday! There he is. I was
2: waiting. Papa I didn't want to say anything until he joined. No, you.
1: I was going to do it as soon as we got through the beer. But seeing him pop online. Yeah. Happy birthday to Pops Vic's birthday.
2: Uh, I hope he calls in today so that we can... He must call in. Uh, but yeah, happy birthday, Pops. I'm, I'm super bummed I missed the party today. Everybody was... I video called him earlier, and everybody was at the house, and they were all eating Buddy and but having you. a good time, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna... <laughs> it looks like fun. <laughs> have fun, everybody. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so anyways, you can definitely taste the pecan flavor in this, and you can also really taste the maple flavor. Yeah, like
1: those things; those are the two that uh, come through the most. You said really sweet. I really only tasted the sugar right out of the gate, and then it kind of gets, gets. Maybe it's muted. just the smell because the, smell, the is smell is very strong. strong. Yeah, so maybe that's what it, it does. Is. Smell, the smell it is smells is. really sweet, but I don't think it uh, it doesn't stay really sweet after that. Everything kind of mellows out after that first initial sip or so.
2: We'll see how it holds up. Ah, there
1: it is. Let's get into Upper Deck. Upper
2: Deck, uh, brought to you by Gamefly.com. Make sure you guys go to our website, craftfreesports.com. There's a shitload of stuff on that website now. You guys need to be checking that out. People are posting some awesome articles. JB's got some good articles up there. Andy Foltz just released one today. Uh,
1: I said it earlier today, we're recruiting an army,
2: and it just keeps on growing. And
1: the work they're putting out so far, quality
2: shit. Yeah, so make sure you check out craftbreedsports.com. And while you're there, click the sponsorships tab. Might
1: have them write some of our reads so that we don't fuck them up. (laughs) I mean, we'll still fuck them up. No, yeah, that's true. The the writing isn't the problem. The writing isn't the problem. (laughs) It's the the retard reading. (laughs) Mostly me. Just read the copy.
2: No, but yeah, check out the website. Click the sponsorship or sponsors tab, W-N-V-C. and then you can. Click, uh... <laughs> Sorry, when you said read the copy, it made me think of that. Uh, click the sponsors tab. Uh, there's a, the link right there for GameFly. Uh, you get a free 30 day trial, just for signing up.
1: Who doesn't like free shit? I know I like free shit. I was yep. in Mexico all last week, getting all kinds of free uh, shit. So Although jealous. I guess I kind of paid for. I
2: didn't. I purposely but. didn't ask you about it because I didn't want to get super jealous. Of well, we got
1: to talk about my honeymoon and yes. people in Mexico. We'll get but to that. We'll get to that after Upper Deck. <laughs> yes. Uh, and speaking of which, fresh off my wedding, and here we go. Washington State head coach Mike Leach. He gave his thoughts on weddings this week, and. It's fucking hilarious. We'll just play it for you.
2: <laughs>
5: Maybe. We'll see if it comes up. Well, it's so it's too late to rescue you. Uh, the uh, the best wisdom that I can possibly give, uh, the best w- wisdom I can possibly give on that subject, nine days, and it's a little late, you should come to me sooner. Um, <laughs> what a the, uh My wisdom would be, uh, you, you have to stay out of the way. now. You, and I wish you a very happy marriage, and I'm sure you'll have one. But uh, I'm just telling you, uh, when it comes to marriages, uh, the women lose their mind. Your fiancé is going to lose her mind. Your mother-in-law is going to lose her mind. Your mom is going to lose her mind. Several of your sisters and uh, female relatives are going to lose their mind. And um, and they're gonna they're gonna barrage you with constant questions. What should we wear? And then, uh, which of course, my answer was I don't care. And then, uh, what color should the invitations be? I don't care. Uh, What should we have for dessert? I don't care. Should we seat this this way or th- that that way? I don't care. But, see, I don't care is not satisfactory at all. And you're going to get caught in a catch-22, and I'm certain that you already have. And that catch-22 is, well, I want you to be a part of this, too. Uh, so what color invitations? Um, all right, the blue ones. Well I kinda like uh I kinda like the tan ones. Okay, the tan ones then. Oh you're just saying that because uh uh, uh you want this over with you're not even thinking this about is it. It's too real is, for him. true. And then um well, uh, uh, what do you want for dessert? I was thinking of strawberry shortcake. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, strawberry shortcake would be good. Well, what about the blueberry pie? Well, I like the blueberry pie. We could have the blueberry pie. Well, I thought you said you wanted the strawberry shortcake. And it's just going to go back and forth. And they're going to play keep away from you until uh, after you're married. One minute so to go. what you need to do is you need to work late hours. work late be be very nice and supportive and um uh but but they're going to play keep away from you and and there's no answer you can give that is going to be satisfactory or correct and if you successfully uh, please a few of them the others will still be oh well i just don't feel like he's that interested. yeah okay so so you need to work late uh go in the back room and read a lot of books uh (laughs) Uh, you know uh, you have to go uh, take the groomsmen out so you make sure that they (laughs) march in just right and they know exactly you know these swell outfits that you picked out or whatever however you're doing it um and in the end you'll wish you eloped but um uh nevertheless you need to find uh you need to find um excuses uh that they'll buy uh, no, to be as far out of harm's way as you possibly can. <laughs> and uh, But uh, take comfort in knowing that uh, once the ceremony's over um, that, uh, you know, life will get progressively better from there, even though there's some adjustment.
1: <laughs> some adjustment?
2: <laughs> progressively better? <laughs> that tells me that Mike Leach had the worst time at his own wedding, Ever. hated his wife through the whole process, and then was Ooh. like, Oh, Just stick this out. Eventually, it's gonna get
1: good, right?
3: <laughs> wow,
1: just wow. <laughs> Hilarious, though. Although I, I was very involved and wanted to be involved, and yeah. Cheryl was really cool about all of my like things. And even if we, even if she did, oh, you know, I think I should do this. I mean, you know, I. There was nothing I ever really thought. and so everything was the the whole process was pretty fun. I think we both got frustrated at some of the same things, and it wasn't with each other. It would yeah. just be with like the vendors right. or getting responses back from them and trying to deal with all that. I I don't think we ever got really frustrated with each other. Although I can say there was the one the one thing that she she'll tell you. I I was I was fond of saying. Hey, don't worry, just to try to keep things calm, because she didn't really panic, but there were a few moments where she was like, I just don't know how all of this is going to happen, and I'm not good at like planning all this, and I'm like, hey, it'll all come together like right
2: it, everything will be cool yeah I it'll think all every, come together I think everybody hits that point well some...
1: it, it happened a few times just a few steps and then when something would happen and we get over and she'd be like okay i feel really good yeah. now but then we'd hit this other block and, and i just would say hey you know what it's all gonna come together yeah and it, towards the end she did say you know how it's all gonna fucking come together we're gonna make it <laughs> come together and we have to make it come together you saying it's gonna come <laughs> together isn't gonna make it come together and i'm like okay, that's a good point, but <laughs> I do remember we were we were dancing at the at the wedding and I said See, it did all come together. So <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes, because we made it. And I'm like, I know. But I just know that there was worry at some point. And, you know, we weren't the... I, I did mention, I was like, well, we're not the first people to get married in the history of the world. So that's how yeah. I know. Like, Even if we don't have the answers exactly, somehow it'll all get figured out. Because these things just do.
2: I think everybody... The problem is people focus too much on it being perfect. And that's yeah. what I had told my wife when we were planning everything. I was like, look don't worry about the details like everything those little things that you think are going to matter so much won't matter 10 years from now 15 years from now you're not going to remember
1: like any of that it's just they they won't and there's so much out of your control the day of the wedding exactly once everything starts going you have this control but you you realize "Ah, i gotta trust other people to do all this stuff and ah, i sure hope it happens right you just gotta let go and to my knowledge it did. Or if you're, uh, hey, you were there. How'd everything go?
2: <laughs> I mean, I thought it was great. There you go. All right, I drank well. a lot of scotch that night. Uh, <laughs>
1: you needed to. I drank a lot of scotch. Notre Dame didn't help you that night, so
2: you know what? It was great. I didn't have to like. I we went over to the photo booth at one point, and the the photographer had his phone up, and I was like, "Oh, you watching the game?" And he was like, "Yeah." It's like, what's the score? He's like Miami's up by twenty. I was like, "Well, I don't have to check that one ever again tonight." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a win. There like you go. I'm not distracted at all the rest of the night. But yeah, wedding tips from Mike Leach in case anybody out there is uh, trying to uh, think about getting married or in the process of getting married. <laughs> Some he- healthy tips from one Mike Leach. Doug Doug commented that he's impressed that Mike Leach ranted that
2: long. Uh, Lindsay said this is why I eloped. Exactly, Lindsay. That's that's exactly why you eloped. That's <laughs> What Mike was alluding to. <laughs> My, and Pop says, you guys are such rookies. She'll remember every detail 41 years later. <laughs> 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 well, Pops, I'm only like seven years in, so yeah, I guess. <laughs> and I'm only 14 <laughs> days in, so... All right, moving on in upper deck. Businesses. Stop the fucking sports promotion. No,
1: keep them up because we've got stories for days,
2: and I don't they're know. my favorite I don't know how people see everything that's gone on and they're like, yeah, we could do that. Sounds like roll a roll that idea. Let, they don't. Uh this week, the uh this week's edition of Businesses Fucking Up Their Shit on Sports comes to us <laughs> from the Milwaukee area brew pub, Bavarian Beer House. They've got a long-standing tr- tradition of offering free beer to customers from the time the Packers kick off until they score. Which, which is a pretty sweet offer. That's an amazing offer. But if you think about it, like, the Packers, for the last several years have been pretty good on
1: offense usually score on the first drive yeah like and, and it doesn't seem it has field to goal. be a touchdown right, right. It, Yeah,
2: just any point it's like when right. we were at Xavier and you would like stand there and wait for the first basket and then throw the newspaper up in the air and it was like ah! yeah yeah that's, that's pretty much what this is just with fear uh, but this last week that also cost nobody that's true this does it costs the environment <laughs> with all that paper uh, <laughs> thanks mother earth <laughs> Uh, This last week, that went horribly wrong because the Packers were routed by the Ravens 23-0 as their first shutout loss in 11 years. So if you've done the math, that means that fans drank for free the entire game (laughs) from the time they kicked off until that last whistle blew. Free beer. They're lucky it
1: only happened in-game. Like, the promotion is only in-game. It's like, well, until the Packers score this week. (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) We've got till next week if we're giving away free beer. Fuck. We're closed. Uh, (laughs) uh, Packers to play Thursday night this week? (laughs) No? Damn it.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, so the GM uh, at this beer house said... They had about 200 fans at the bar during the game, of course, because you offer free beer from the time they I kick totally off until they score. I the would go there bar. every week. There'd be no reason to
1: go to any other bar
2: ever. Uh, their half-leaders start at $6, and he said they gave away somewhere between 275 and 300 beers, so they gave away around $2,000 worth of beer. The GM also said they have no plans to discontinue the promotion, even after totally screwing it up this week. But did they really screw it up? Because there were 200 people in the bar, and they gave away 300, at most, free beers for an entire football game. Funny math. Oh, man. Funny math. You know that GM, as soon as the first quarter ended, he was like, slow it down. Yeah. And the bartenders just went into full-on... Bartenders would be like, oh, you
1: need five beers? I'll be right back. <laughs> Half a quarter later, here's your five <laughs> beers. Oh, we need to change the keg. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. You need five more beers, (laughs) one per customer at a time.
2: Sorry. Finish that half liter first. That is, I mean, how do you only get like a beer per customer in a full football game? Seriously, they have to. When I first started reading the story, I was like. This place is closed, right? Because two hundred people in the bar for an entire football game—they must be out of business at this point. And then when the GM was like, "We gave away between two hundred seventy-five and three hundred beers," I was like, "You cheat, motherfucker!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I initially thought, at, or at at the least, it'd have been, it had been they'd have averaged two beers per customer. At least, at the very least, I figured, all right, everybody got two beers. Yeah, but man, it was barely one per. Either Milwaukee beer drinkers have have been grossly overrated in their beer drinker prowess (laughs) my entire life, or there were some shenanigans going (laughs) on at this fucking. I'm going with the shenanigans. Yeah. There's definitely some shenanigans. That's just horribly off. (laughs) Ah, beer. The fuck?
2: There you go. But if you're ever in Milwaukee, hit that place up. Oh, I'm on a Sunday I'll be a
1: Packers fan for day, and I hate the Packers. You don't even have to
2: be a Packers fan. That's even better. You, everybody in there is cheering against the Packers. The score because you get free beer. That's true. Maybe that's an anti-Packers bar. <laughs> that would be funny. An anti-Packers bar in Green Bay to encourage. Well, drinking. it's Milwaukee. It's. I mean, I guess it's close it's all enough. The same to thing, Green Bay. yeah. <laughs> fucking it's all white people yeah it's white people drinking beer come on now eating cheese and shit <laughs> and shit all
1: right well moving on anytime i get a chance to bring up man titeo i'm gonna do it mostly <laughs> because i my mike and his notre dame love uh it gives me a chance to uh make them look bad Along with him, of course, but um, it's mostly because it's hilarious. I just find that story riveting. The fact that uh, a grown ass man got catfished. Well, it happened again, and this time you can add an NBA, a former NBA champion slash Jesus Shuttlesworth portrayer to the list, (laughs) aka Ray Allen. Uh, Now, Allen this week filed an emergency motion in a Florida court. The day after, um, uh, this was on Tuesday, saying that a man by the name of Brian Coleman was stalking him online. This was one day after Coleman filed a motion against Allen saying that Allen was stalking him online. <laughs> so it's a he said, she said of getting stalked online. Okay, He said, he said. Yeah, he said, he said. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> It's a beer talk. <laughs> okay, uh, Allen's and, and his representatives claim that Coleman pretended to be an attractive woman on various social media accounts, interested in Allen. Allen thought he was interacting with this woman, and later when Coleman was figured out, he attempted to extort Allen for money. Um, confusing as all fuck because Allen is married with children
2: <laughs>
1: um so how the fuck did he fall for this guy catfishing him in the first place other than being huge Dude. sleazy horn dog
2: yeah i i mean clearly he's just a, a scumbag
1: right i mean because because the original thing is and no matter what alan thought he was talking to hot chicks Right, and it, that that he thought was interesting him. So he's already starting by trying to cheat on his wife. Right, <laughs> right. So we've got that. <laughs> then at some point figures out that hey, this is some guy, or this isn't. You know, these women aren't real. Right. What the fuck? So he tries to back out, and of course, at that point, this dude is probably like hey, I know you're married with kids. And and that's what this, the story had said. This dude threatened him with all sorts of personal information. Of course, and, yeah. you know, even new information about his dog. And basically, you know, it was like, hey, okay, now that, you know, you were trying to hook up with these chicks, I'll, I'll sell you out unless you pay me off. Now, they came to some sort of agreement, some sort of monetary agreement. But then, of course, when somebody gets paid off, Hey, I'll do it again. Yeah, I'll just keep going. Right, which is why extortion (laughs) works really well. Um, (laughs) Until
2: you get caught. Right, yeah, then you get caught. Yeah.
1: So anyway, at that point, Alan's like, hey, I can't pay you. You know, we're not doing this and is suing him for online stalking. Either way, motherfucker got catfished. Yeah,
2: that's the craziest part. There and in people,
1: 2017, that's still happening. How have people
2: still not seen the show Catfish on MTV?
1: How have you not seen that? But if if you haven't, how have you not heard of the Manti Teo thing? And <laughs> how, how is this still happening? Like, I, I just don't understand how, how
2: you're getting in okay, And here's the other thing that kills me about this, too. Like, Especially with Manti Teo and Ray Allen. like You are... Manti Teo was a Heisman Hopeful. Right. Likely going to the NFL. Ray Allen is an NBA superstar from back in... You don't need to be, like, just cruising for chicks on the internet. On the internet, right. Like, that's for... Save you can that. fall
1: into real people.
2: Save that for the regular dudes who are like, <laughs> hey, I need something here. Let me find somebody online who's willing to deal with my bullshit. Regular schmucks getting
1: catfished. Totally understand. Yeah. Superstars like that, you're, there's something right. fucked up with you. You can walk down the street and a thousand hot chicks will hit on you. <laughs> what are you doing trying to get them online? Maybe
2: Ray Allen's just, like, no, nobody remembers the name anymore. Just like, hey, I'm Ray Allen. They're like, okay.
1: Well, this also reminds me when Twitter first came around, Ray Allen got busted for, uh, do you remember hearing about that? No. He got busted because he tweeted at somebody like through his private account. (laughs) Didn't realize that when you just like tweet, it go like everybody can see it. So he tweeted at this chick. (laughs) And it was just, like, in his timeline. Thought it was private. Like, he, he thought he was doing, like, a, a direct message thing where only he and she could see it. But it was like, oh, hey. You know, and he's hitting on this chick just on his timeline. Oh, that, that was, like, right when Twitter came out Such and was an- starting to get popular. So it was just totally, like, a, a basically a dad. Like, hey, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And, hey, this Twitter thing, right? And... Straight tweeted at a chick and got busted. Hey, at Busty
2: Chick sixty nine, nice boobies. Yeah. And they're like
1: uh, Ray Allen. We all see this, you know. Oh. Oh. Exactly, oh. I got hacked. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I totally I didn't hacked. know how Twitter worked. And, <laughs> so this isn't the first time that Twitter has gotten the best of Ray Allen.
2: That was the best segue ever because here's some more people who don't understand how Twitter works.
1: Oh,
2: Jesus. <laughs> now we all know that our president and LeVar Ball have beef. Because why not? It's 2017. Of course they do. Of course Trump wants to fight with a random guy. Ball. You know, because if I'm eyeing people up to take down, I'm like, I'm going to start with the guy who has a Facebook show. That's who I'm <laughs> going after. Anyways, this is a beef that pretty much can only be settled by a WWE cage match at WrestleMania. I think I that's, that's the only that way I would totally buy I'd buy the pay per view. Be the only way. About it. I would. I would also want take to write about it before, before it happened. Give me give the odds. Uh, well, anyways, if that were to happen, apparently there would be some Trump supporters that were a little confused by what they saw in the ring, and that's because this week, Trump supporters stormed to Twitter to let Lavar Ball know that he's ungrateful and worthless, and Trump should have let his son rot in jail. The only problem is they didn't tweet at LeVar Ball. What? They tweeted at LeVar Burton. Uh Uh-oh. Star of Star Trek and Reading Rainbow. (laughs) Like
1: Jordy LaForge, man.
2: (laughs) And they like went hard at him. Of course. And here's the other thing, too. They like really mixed it up and they were like, you're a washed-up actor, and Trump should have left your son in jail.
1: And LeVar Burton was probably like,
2: what the fuck is happening right (laughs) now?
1: When Trump fan 69 (laughs) tweets at you and starts going in on you. Just a a laundry list of ats.
2: They're not even, like, LeVar isn't even spelled the same between the two. One's L-A and one's L-E. All LeVars look alike.
1: (laughs) He's he's got a beef for one of them niggers. (laughs) Oh, LeVar, up. I just typed in Levar, I found one. Just Eddie Levar. Eddie Levar, <laughs> you're getting it. That's my president, Levar Burton. Apparently,
2: Levar hang Burton hang had up. fun with it because he just started retweeting. Of course, retweeting. he did because he was, Levar
1: Burton is awesome.
2: Yeah, he was just retweeting that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, that's my favorite story of the week. Take a look. It's in a book. It's racist cock tarts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, one of the best craft sports moments ever. <laughs> Fucking people Tank, are just dumb This happens often too This is almost getting to be like the same as fucking fucked up ass business promotions Is people tweeting at the wrong yeah, people when just, some story goes wrong Just figure out like Because they it don't doesn't know take the long. difference
2: It doesn't take long to figure out who you're tweeting at Just search that person's name first
1: LB, fuck it
2: <laughs> I'm tweeting at anybody who's got a handle with LB in it
1: I'll Tank? figure it
2: out. Tank said he's sold on that cage match, so uh, <laughs> he's not sure who the face would be though. That's a good point. Who is that? That's two
1: heels in that match. Trump versus Lavar Ball. A yeah, but they heel? made WWF made it work in yeah. the Attitude Era. They, That's they made a good the two, point. They yeah. made the two heel thing work. Yeah. So who's the? I mean, th- eventually somebody. Emerges as the face. Like I was going to say, yeah, you're a, yeah,
2: but they they could make it work. That's that's how they do it. LeVar Ball would come out and he'd take off his shirt and it would be a DX shirt and everybody would lose their minds. Oh, totally, and they'd be all on his side. Yeah, and he would tell Trump to suck it, and everybody would be (laughs) like, Yeah, all right. Anyways, I'd be down. (laughs)
1: Papa V with another drop. This is the second time he said it. 4 tooth cousin fuckers <laughs> He said it twice And it's applied both <laughs> times It's so true <laughs> Well, speaking of 4 tooth cousin fuckers Ray Lewis got sued this week For uh, bailing on a sponsorship deal That was agreed to in 2014 With uh, Kentucky Derby winner a California Chrome uh, According to the lawsuit Ray Lewis owns a bourbon line Called Ray's Reserve we're not kidding about that. That's for real. Google that shit. The, the website looking. is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and they entered into an agreement with California Chrome's team for a sponsorship. In exchange for wearing the Raise Reserve logo slash messaging on the jockey's pants at the 2017 Pegasus World Cup Invitational, the bourbon company would pay 25000 in cash and provide 25000 in bourbon to the California Chrome handlers. That's a lot of money. That for a, is a lot of like, money for a sponsorship. I know horse
2: racing has money in it, but good lord, 50000 50 grand In just for product and cash for wearing just as a chance just,
1: just for some clothes I mean
2: hey Tavor <laughs> you got some we, tees
1: we put your name on I wear on the a whole, whole show I wear I wear, I wear, I wear a Tavor <laughs> thong. I'll do it I don't care if, if you're ponying up 50k all right, for fifty k, I'd sit. Next right, to you, that. Were you were shaking. You were shaking your. You'd sit next to that bitch. You'd be wearing one too. <laughs> for fifty k, we'd both be rocking a Tavor thong. Any damn way. <laughs> so uh, I, I've never even noticed logos on any of the
2: neither. jockeys or the horses. I feel like I feel like this is new because it's always just yeah. the design. I mean, it's not like
1: NASCAR where you're just right. like, oh, that guy's wearing a full-on outfit. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never noticed. So I mean, this must be something relatively new. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Uh, the jockey wore the pants. Um, but shockingly, so far, Ray Reserve hasn't <laughs> ponied up <laughs> either the cash or the <laughs> bourbon. Uh, lawyers for the once accused murderer say that Roy Lewis isn't even an owner. <laughs> Convenient. Except that's not what he says about on the section of the website. Because if you look at the website, it's all Ray smoking a stove. There's no doubt that he's all in on this. Um, And that he just licenses his name to the company. Complete bullshit. So he shouldn't be named in the lawsuit, which is ironic. He also said that he didn't murder anybody. So I mean, should we really trust what Ray Lewis said? But he just witnessed it. He knows who did it. Yeah. He was standing right there.
2: And what about this suit? I don't know where my suit is. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> it's the same place as
1: Tom Brady's cell phone. <laughs> At the bottom of a lake
2: somewhere. Here's what's crazy about this bourbon too. Like it's it's Ray Lewis bourbon and uh they've got they had special tappings of it because I think this year was the first year it released, if okay. I was reading correctly. Now, nah, because you got to let bourbon age for four years mm-hmm. before it's considered bourbon. Right. So this is like the year that it came out. Uh, the first bottle that they released. Fucking insane. They were selling for $10,000. And bottle number 52, they were selling for $25,000. Every other That's bottle stupid. went for $250 each.
1: Stupid. <laughs> For some bourbon, that's not—it's probably not good. Yeah, I'm guessing. I mean, it's not even like a a well-known name brand thing. We're not talking about the highest end bourbon you can possibly have.
2: If you're going after bourbon drinkers, why is that's what that's what makes me think this whole thing about him licensing his name out is bullshit? Because if you're going after like high end bourbon drinkers. Why do you use Ray Lewis's name?
1: Right. That's not the same. Like clientele. there are so
2: many other people you can get. You put Peyton Manning's name on that and all those people in the South that drink bourbon are going to be like, yep, I'll buy it. Right. $250. Hell yeah. Bottle number 18 for 18000 Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's totally true. I don't know. I don't understand why there would be a big push to get Ray Lewis for that. I, I, I don't. It, never it makes have no I thought, sense. Man, Ray Lewis and Is bourbon. It, those two is Ray Lewis from
2: Kentucky is that like um, the tie-in I don't, I don't know where so. he's from like maybe that played it? at
1: Miami so no I'm pretty sure he's from Florida <laughs> that's a good point yeah <laughs> I mean um, I'm almost so there's like no ties to
2: the state that you could be like oh okay Kentucky maybe nothing
1: just, just- picked a random famous athlete and we're like that guy we want them for our bourbon. Or
2: in actuality, it was Ray Lewis that owns the company. And he was like, yeah. I want to make bourbon because there's money in that. Right. Sell for $250 a bottle. People will buy it. Put like a, a football design on the logo. <laughs> and people were like, okay, Ray, whatever you want. Just don't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably actually how that made him out. Laugh. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's get into the last story of Upper Deck. This is from one athlete being sued to another. Eagles defensive oh tackle God. Fletcher Cox is Hold being on. sued. I'm bringing up. Oh I, yeah, you got to get that I had ready. To bring this up. Go yeah, ahead. you keep you going. Be. Okay. Uh, Eagles defensive tackle Fletcher Cox is being sued by a dude in North Carolina who claims that Cox fucked his wife uh, and ruined his marriage. That's the claim in the lawsuit. I didn't even know you could sue for that, but apparently in North Carolina, where this dude is from, you can file a lawsuit and seek damages if you can prove that another party caused an alienation of affection is what it's called. Which is a very technical Yeah, term. very <laughs> technical term for she doesn't want to fuck me anymore. That's basically <laughs> yeah. what, the, what this means. Uh, so you have to be able to show a couple of things in order to prove this. You have to be able to show, one, that you were actually in love. <laughs> Two, that that love was destroyed. Here's a photograph of us <laughs> in love. What
1: the fuck right. does in love yeah. mean? I mean, uh, how do you prove that you were we in love? We were
2: married, so I guess Uh, you have to show that that love was destroyed we're not married anymore so (laughs) these are all very good evidence (laughs) two parts very easy to prove Uh, and then the, the hardest part is number three that the that there was a malicious act of a third party that caused that to happen so it is possible that Cox could have to pay on this And the reason why is there's text messages that uh, Cox sent back and forth between him and this guy's wife. Um, According to the uh, text messages, uh, this all started, let's back up. The man says that while on a work trip to Pennsylvania, his wife ran into Cox in a hotel and that's what started everything
1: up. And <laughs> she ran into Cox in a hotel.
2: <laughs> she, she ran into Cox and then she jumped on Cox in a hotel. Uh, ran into Cox. Sucked <laughs> some cocks. So what we are going to cocks. uh what we're gonna do now for you is, is our we- first ever
1: edition of <laughs> text message theater <laughs> i wish i had like some fancy i music was gonna say this. the fancy music for it would be really great. <laughs> but we'll uh, start off with <laughs>
2: reading for the part of fletcher cox will be our very own scotty k underscore uh, junior thank you and reading for the part of the whore will be me <laughs> at my <laughs> <The> brother <whore. laughs>
1: okay we're gonna start with hers though because the yes. very first, yeah, the first one, one doesn't understand. make any sense it yeah. doesn't make any sense okay uh i bartend tomorrow night i want to get you pregnant <laughs> best
2: response ever we'd make some damn beautiful babies i'm dead ass serious (laughs) like i said last night i want to get to know you babe i know we are compatible sexually but i want to know we are on other levels as well (laughs) you were just saying you weren't ready to settle down when we were at the hotel i'm not gonna be a single mom
1: lol you ain't gonna be no damn single mom get to know me on other levels are you scared or some hell no well
2: let's do but i feel like i barely know you i want to know it all your family your friends your past everything i really like you trust me that's gonna happen okay i'll trust
1: you well let's have a baby (laughs) (laughs) and thread (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) And the husband has these, has these messages. He's, not only does the husband have
2: them; these are now public record because they are part of a lawsuit. Oh <laughs> so my! Forever, God. you can do public records requests and see these text messages. He um, doesn't
1: even have full thoughts. Well, let's do. <laughs> and she puts in whole paragraphs <laughs> with of thought. Uh, trust me, that's gonna happen. <laughs> What was that in response to? She's talking about wanting to know your family and friends. I really like you. And the next message after I really like you is, trust me, that's going to happen. Okay. Okay, I'll trust you. Okay, I'll trust you. That's my favorite part. Okay, I'll trust you. I'm convinced through this tech thread, all those things that I wanted to know about you. Let's do this. And he wraps it up with, well, let's have a baby. And he's banging a married wife, a married woman who he, he just, he just he
2: met. Clearly knows is
1: married. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he just, how's that your in is, I want to make a baby with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is that sexy? Like, on what planet do you get chicks like, hey, we're going to make a baby. That's what I want to do with you. <laughs> I like you a lot. So much I want to make a baby. Can you not look at me when you say that? I'm just trying (laughs) to understand. It's the weirdest
2: thing I've ever seen, and that's why it's in Upper Deck. (sighs) That's going to do it for Upper Deck. Upper Deck brought to you, as always,
1: by Gamefly.com, and by the greatest text messages ever written. (laughs) And by CBS Text Message Theater. (laughs)
2: Woo! What Tank. a comeback! Uh, Tank wants to know why Ray Lewis doesn't have his own knife set on QVC yet. <laughs> That's a good
1: question. Also, white a line of white suits. Yes, <laughs> white suits—they uh, disappear very easily. <laughs> you don't even have to worry about cleaning them;
2: they come up missing. And Doug says that that law is conduct unbecoming
1: of another man's wife. Wow. Uh, yeah, I what other it. weird laws are there out there when it comes to marriage and suing people? I bet, Apparently, I bet because of the way they just never get rid of laws. There's got to be some crazy ones. There's some ones. crazy yeah. shit that like probably has been violated in every marriage ever. Just, <laughs> b- just because of the way laws were back when right, they were first <laughs> written.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Whew. All right, man. Uh, let's do, before we talk about your honeymoon... Uh, do you want to do white motherfucker? Yes, let's do white motherfucker. And I'm prepared. You are prepared, white motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so excited. White motherfucker motherfucker motherfucker. What fuckers. is this thing <laughs> I North Carolina. Uh, this is the part of the show where Scott asks me a question to determine whether or not I am a white motherfucker. Uh, by the way, I didn't mention this. Uh, if we get 25 shares on the show, we're both going to do a shot of Bailey's. So share that shit. Uh, I think we're at 11 right And I'm right back, now. so of I course didn't, you need to share. I didn't mention it. That's my bad. I should have mentioned that at the beginning. We got very going excited. On. Yeah, I was just like, it's
1: a show again! Yeah! <laughs> Black and carbon! Awesome.
2: Uh, but share so the show. Yeah, share blockers. the show. Share that out. <laughs> As we say that, Blake just fucking blasts it. So thanks,
1: Blake. Appreciate oh, that, bro. <laughs> also take <laughs> immediately hit us with the Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Accurate. All right, jumping so this, the gun and yeah, this jumping is the answer. Bobby this is the Brown. part where I have to see what I know about 90s r&b or hip hop, uh,
1: which is apparently not a lot. So Scott Hit me with the white motherfucker question of the week. All right. Now I got called out last time, which was the Bachelor one. Can I, when I hit you just with the, what's Stevie Wonder's real name? Which I, I agree was a little bit weak. Yeah. Because it's not very common. But I didn't know it. Yeah, I know, but it's not very common. common, so that's why it was one of those things where I understood.
2: Wait, <laughs> hang on. For a second, I was going to say, if you asked me that again, I still wouldn't get it, but I know it's
1: steve I remember that. Yeah. I, I don't remember say. the rest of it. I just remember <laughs> yeah, steve <yeah>, yeah. <laughs> Steve-Land is the <laughs> only part that really matters. It's like Stevie to steve Maybe it should have been Cuckland? <laughs> <laughs> or steve Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Moving uh, on. Weird weird transition. This R&B artist released two hit songs, one called Anytime, another called Back at One.
3: Oh, shit. He
1: also, well, actually, actually, let me back up. His CD, his highest charting CD was called Back at One. Anytime was his hit song, and... um. Well, he had a few other hit songs, too. But either way, two different things. But name that R&B artist, my friend. Uh,
2: I know that song, too. I fucking can hear that. I danced to that in seventh and eighth grade dances. (laughs) I know that song. And we start back at one. I fucking know the song. (laughs) Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, And I know as soon as you say it, I'm gonna get pissed.
1: You are because um, he's a very. He's also a uh, producer. Produced the Boys to Men Christmas album. Oh well, in that case, now hey, I-, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I can drop oh, enough the, hints. The producer of the Boys to Men
2: Christmas <laughs> album. Holy <laughs> shit! Why didn't you say that in the first place? <laughs> That's a horse of a different <laughs> color. I was
1: gonna say that, but I didn't want to sound stupid. <laughs> uh, Lindsay says you need to sing it. Uh, no, I'm not gonna sing. No, that. I feel like that should be part of the punishment. You you know back at one, so uh, <laughs> sing it, bitch. Maybe it'll jog your uh, memory.
2: No, it's not gonna make me remember the guy's name. I'm gonna go with Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you are
2: a white I don't, motherfucker. I, I feel like as soon as you say his name, I'll oh yeah, it. you know you're um, gonna know that. Uh, is it? Hang on. Is it? Is his last name McCain? John McCain. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Just give me the hypnotic. (laughs) What's his name? Brian McKnight.
1: Brian McKnight! <laughs> <laughs> Nick? Yes, I was gonna say, you were close with the I knew there was the some in there. But this week, Mike, uh, you are back to being a white motherfucker. Alright, well as if there was fair. ever any doubt while I was gone the Whoa, you were white easy on that poor, man. That's Sorry, it's of- not a shot glass. <laughs> it
2: threw me off. Yeah, we're drinking from our Tavor glasses tonight. Tank also says uh, you need to sing it. No, I'm not gonna sing <laughs> that song. I,
1: I honestly can't remember. Fine, all if you can't sing back at one, then sing anytime. I jimped. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a song. Oh, shit. <laughs> you you white said, when you white motherfucker said that
2: was a song, I was like, "No, it wasn't. It was." Well, I mean, because
1: one well, that was like back at one was also the song, but that was the name of the CD too. <laughs>
2: Lindsay says John
1: McCain tomato <laughs> tomato. To <laughs>
2: <mile.">
1: <laughs> 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 True story. <laughs> Prisoner of war R and B artist. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I'll say. well, I thought it was. I, I don't know why I thought McCain was because uh, I'm a white motherfucker. That's why.
1: Uh, this also reminded me of every time, Ugh. every time. Um, what's his name? It, that who it just got get k- any better? Who just got killed um, in that road rage incident from USC? His last name was McKnight, and I'm fr- blanking on his first name. Somebody got killed from USC in a road rage accident. Yeah, down in New Orleans, he played for the Jets. He was a Jets returner, and he was he was a star at USC. Was it Bobby Brown? <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) Lindsay said they're both Irish, so (laughs) it does count. Uh, Joe McKnight. Joe McKnight, the running back. He got killed in New Orleans recently in that road rage incident with that dude who shot him. The whole stand around, blah, 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 Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, but every time I heard Joe McKnight, it made me think of Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight Yeah, makes me think of John McCain. (laughs) 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 Yes, You know who loves Brian McKnight? And that's part of what inspired me to do this question? Catherine Nero. Catherine oh, Nero loves <laughs> some Brian McKnight.
2: It was good hanging out with her at the wedding, man. Yeah. I, uh, it was good seeing her. I thanked Tanya O'Rourke. Uh, I, oh, she was, like, the, the she was getting ready to leave, and I was like, Tanya, sorry, this is weird. I'm Mike. I do the show with Scott. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, thank you for getting Bronson O'Rourke <laughs> on our show. <laughs> I was like, I listen to Flying Pigskin all the time. She was like, what do you think about it? And I was like... I really appreciate you got it, Bronson Royal on our show. Yeah. I, didn't, I was I'm just kidding. I like Flying Pitskin. It's a good show. Yeah. It's alright. <laughs> Although it's I do has me. I do tune in and like when, did you listen to this week? I did listen this week with just you, Keenan and Tanya. Did you did you hear what I did again? I, I did thought, hear the longevity. Oh my god. <laughs> as, as soon as it happened, I almost I'm like, texted fuck! you as, I almost texted you as I was listening, but then I was like I was driving, and I'm like, nah, I'll, I'll text him later, and then I had forgotten it. about it. But yeah, when you... <laughs> and then they Since called you out I immediately see- on the longevity.
1: Tanya had this look on her face, too, and then she said, <laughs> nope, I have to call you out about this. longevity." And I'm like, oh my god, I did it again. <laughs> I did it again. Longevity. <laughs> fuck. That's just going to be my thing. Longevity, it's going to be on my tombstone. The longevity guy. <laughs> he had real longevity in his
2: life. <laughs> fucking. All right man, well let's before we get into the topics that we were going to talk about today. How was the honeymoon, man? Everything go good? You guys had safe trip
1: obviously. Honeymoon was great. No tainted alcohol at the resort uh, in Mexico? No, no no issues, nothing crazy. Uh but Cue the Scotty doesn't know music. Oh shit. Scotty, I don't even have it ready. Scotty's got I'm a so, Scotty's got a rain. Oh, I'm so he not prepared on. for this. That's cool. I'll give you a time. So everything I'll talk about the first part of the trip. Everything was good. Went to uh Itza, the one of the seven wonders uh, of the world. That, yeah. and it's not playing, man. I'm sorry. That's fine. Okay, no big deal. Um loved that. Loved going through and seeing all the history, the the Mayan villages, the food down there is amazing and yeah, Mexican people are just super nice. I, I didn't I didn't run into I kept telling Cheryl I was waiting for that one guy who was just like eh, fucking gringos, fucking Americans. <laughs> just you know, it was just like ah, I just work this job because the money's really good and I hate right. fucking everybody around me. I did see one guy on like the second to last day that thought, I think that's the guy. Cause we're, we're, you know, he's always walking around and so, oh, hola. And everybody just happy and shit. Cause it's <laughs> Mexico and you know, you're, you're on vacation and, and even the workers yeah. just love what they do. And. <laughs> Cheryl just said oh lot of this like bigger dude who was walking, and he looked like maybe he was just one of the k- kitchen workers or whatever, and he didn't say shit. He just had a stone <laughs> face and kept walking about. I was like, I think that's the guy. I think that's the <laughs> one guy who's just like, fuck all of these people. <laughs> but anyway, so oh, the lasting thoughts and impact from the trip. Like it, besides how great everything was and the memories and you know it was my hominima, so I won't forget that. But I will never forget how shitty Americans are. Americans are the fucking worst. <laughs> we are so <laughs> arrogant and and, and every uh, the ugly American stereotype, that shit is real. <laughs> and I witnessed it multiple times where I just like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know why the terrorists want to kill us all. <laughs> Like, if I if I was... I kept thinking if I was a foreigner, I would totally hate Americans because we just do <laughs> shitty things. I met all sorts of... And every time we met somebody and they were really nice, it's like, oh, where are you from? Canada. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> always Canada. Met so many Canadians and they were all really nice. It was always Canada. But no, man, just a lot of complaining and a lot of... You know, I know it's an all-inclusive resort and you pay a decent amount of money and, you know, you want things to be a certain way, but everything was just pretty perfect i mean you know the it's you know sometimes service is just bad or whatever and you deal with that anywhere you go and you know some people handle it better than others but i just can't believe that you're on this vacation it's like and nothing was such an inconvenience where it's like oh well you know we don't have this and it's really gonna you know the pool's down for the entire week or something crazy like that it'd be like oh one time at one of the bars the dude was like hey i just ran out of jameson okay yeah that's a bummer there's only like 52 other bars on this resort though (laughs) (laughs) i think i'll do it it's like like, what do you want to but people would like complain about shit like that and we were at one of these we had gone through this mine village on the way to chicanista uh and you know there's you see the some of the poorest people in the world, Dude, and that all functioning is, in That is. Did you? It was it humbling. like the whole
2: day tour to Jejucanisa? H- yes. Yeah, yes. we did that it too. The, it
1: was humbling. Yeah, as man. shit. And it was. You see rough. these kids waiting for rations and stuff. They were they're at the schoolyard and it would happen to be lunchtime, so they're like passing out the food and stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, man, I, I felt really guilty. I'm like, here we are on this bus, and they're all waving, and they're happy, and they, you know, that's that's their life, and right. I. I, and I the Our tour guide, who's, you know, mexican mind and he's explaining, like, hey, you know, when they see these buses, they know that their fathers who are at, like work on this tour or whatever, like, that's them getting money. Like, that's Yeah. So, awesome. like, that's part of why they're so happy and everything. And I'm like, God, that makes me feel kind of bad. Dude, that yeah. I'm, you know, I almost – I wanted to get off the bus and just be like, here, take this stuff. Like, I don't <laughs> need it. I don't have it. <laughs> right. So, we get through all that, and it's just, just real – you know, emotional thing for me and the lady we're at lunch with at this all you can eat authentic Mexican Mayan restaurant, and they sit us and you know it's they have everything buffet style whatever. She's complaining because she's like, well, it's not really authentic. They uh they don't really serve they had this like spaghetti. She's like, they don't really serve that. I've been to this and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that at this Mexican restaurant in the middle of this Mayan village, <laughs> it's as authentic not as even we like get. at the resort. Like yes, you're in this, this is small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were three hours drive away from the resort. Like, I mean, this was right. I'm like, it doesn't really get authentic. This is an authentic Mexican. Uh, normally it has a corona.
2: and <laughs> There's no corona here. Right. Like, uh, where's my Dorito? There's no way that this is uh, authentic. This is, this is not authentic. This is not a cheesy gordita yeah, crunch. Okay? I can't I have a Doritos authentic. Lost
1: Tacos. Then there's nothing authentic. But she was just such a bitch. And I'm sitting
2: there looking at him eating. And I'm like, what the
1: fuck is this? I wrong eat a
2: Chipotle
1: with almost every day. <laughs> yeah, I know well, authentic. No, and here was her thing. Well, I have, you know, Mexicans in my family. So I know. And I'm like, yeah, that'll yes. that'll go to that. Old, that, old that <laughs> yeah, that 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 must that you are the authority. I I'm, I apologize, and it was just shit like that. So okay, so like I mentioned, everybody's really nice or whatever. So on the way back, on the way there, everything was pretty smooth. We did have a delay getting out of. Uh, we had to go to Charlotte, which by the way, Charlotte. Airport sucks dick. Yeah, it does. God awful. Almost Cannot as believe Atlanta. that that Atlanta is, an is the international worst. airport. No, actually, I've been to Atlanta two or three times. I'm fine with. That. Hate it.
2: Hate. I've never been not delayed in Atlanta.
1: That's fine. I've been delayed there, but at least the airport itself is not is like well, functional and fair. nice. Yeah, Charlotte yeah, yeah. is a shit bag. That's like fair. I couldn't believe. I, I thought they fly people in here. They want people to <laughs> see this. <us? laughs> like, this is an
6: international.
1: It was god awful when we were we were there real quick. But anyway, we go out. When you get to Mexico, everything was smooth. It was easy getting through customs everything getting out of Mexico to go to Philadelphia again everything smooth blah, blah blah we get to Philadelphia and here's where shit hit the fan <laughs> we get off the plane in fucking Philadelphia and we got to walk up to customs and we got to go through customs again because we're going through so they got to check our bags on the right. way to uh, Cincinnati and so we get out and we get up to we we're one of the first people to get people to get up there. We realize as we get up to the, almost to the front of the line to get through customs checkpoint, shit, Cheryl left her hat on the point. Well, we're just going to walk back. Customs agent, hey, hey, what are you doing? Uh, hats on the plane. And there were still people coming off. Like, Yeah. Know, but hats on the plane. Well, you can't go back on the plane. It has to go through customs and all this other shit. And I was like, okay, well, we'll just, uh, yeah, well, you can't go back. Okay, gotcha. Right. By this time, the line fills up. Now we're at the back of the line. It was like a fucking Walmart at this airport. <laughs> 42 <laughs> customs checkpoints in the line, two lanes open. <laughs> and this long-ass fucking line, and I'm livid. I'm like, okay, so we got a line, <laughs> and weird. that was our fault, fine. I don't have any problem going back in line, but they see these fucking lines. These yeah. motherfuckers see that there's this long ass <laughs> line of people, and I'm like, we're just gonna wait till what? I mean, wh- wh- this thing is moving so god awful slow. They see it. Eventually, that one person came sauntering over. They opened up. Un- it's like, oh sweet, we're opening up another register. That's cool. <laughs> and I'm being obnoxious, and Cheryl's kind of getting a little pissed at me because I'm how you like, you get so arrested, bad. dude? Well, no, I read the rules. It's only if you get combative with them at the gate. I'm good. <laughs> making so jokes. You're
2: in the back of the line. You're right. Fine. No, and
1: making jokes is cool. So we get through that point, fine. (laughs) We walk to the next point just before you get through going back through security to get back into the airport. Yeah. FSBB, which I explained to you what that is. (laughs) If you want to know what that is, you got to be in the Cool Kids Club. (laughs) Message me on Facebook. Mike knows what an FSBB is. She comes mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, comes up, licking her motherfucking fingers. Boarding pass, please. And we had our boarding passes loaded on our phones so Cheryl goes to get her she's like it's on our phone she's like okay sticks out her hand and Cheryl looks like nope (laughs) she's like "Mm, I'm good and like shows it to her it's like did this bitch just like pork (laughs) chop grease off her motherfucking fingers act like she was gonna touch our phones what the fuck where where am I at right now is this for real that bitch just just got off her lunch break is licking her fingers talking about touching my goddamn phone Hell, even if I had a paper boarding pass, I wouldn't want the bitch to touch it. I want your greasy-ass fingers all over my fucking boarding pass. Okay, so we get past that point. So we get to security. Again, security. Going slow as fuck. And I'm like, how is it that in Cincinnati it goes so much faster than this? What the fuck are we at? Like, what is going on? (laughs) So we're standing there. And in the back of the line, as we're getting almost to the front, I look back and I see this guy. And he comes up and he's got a fur coat on and a ski mask covering his mouth and big sunglasses. Uh Uh-oh. And it's not None of hot. that sounds good. It's not hot. And I'm sitting there thinking, this guy's weird. I mean, if this was uh, if, if this was one of those things where, you know, you hear him saying, if you see anything suspicious, please say something. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, this is kind of suspicious. <laughs> and I couldn't tell, you couldn't tell the guy's race. And my honestly, my first thought was, look at this wannabe Michael Jackson looking motherfucker <laughs> complete covered face and shit walking to the airport. But I didn't give shit thought to it because it's like, he's way back. He's like 30 people behind me. We're standing there and it's me, Cheryl, and one person in front of her and we get up to the, we're right up there. All of a sudden I see another FS double B escorting this dude and two other black guys with him up to the front of the line. And I'm like, the fuck's going on? I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And I'm thinking, This is weird. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they, they stop the line, this dude gets up, and I, I realize whoever this guy is, the other two guys, one of them's a security guard, because of course they're unloading guns and all this shit to go through the security, but like, like that's his scary. security guard. Right there
2: is scary as shit.
1: Right, that's his bodyguard. And the other dude must be like his manager, because he looks like fucking Maverick Carter. And, it's, <laughs> and he's a little skinnier fuck, so I'm like, that's his handler, or whatever the fuck. Dude takes off his glasses, takes off ski mask and all this, and I'm looking and I'm like, And Cheryl's like, do you know who this is? And I'm like, I have no fucking clue. And I'm talking loud as shit. I was like, I have no fucking clue who this guy (laughs) is. Probably some wannabe rapper little, little something. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and the lady in front of us is like do you know who this is? I'm like I have no clue Like, and if I don't know and, and Cheryl said the same thing. she's like I knew if you didn't know like, you pretty much know who everybody is Like that it wasn't anybody and then we walk up to the next guy and I'm talking and I'm like "Man, fuck this this is some bullshit that this guy gets to come up to the front we've been waiting and I'm just loud as fuck I'm hoping the security guard hears me and he had to have because he wasn't that far and I'm talking mad shit I'm like but there's nobody motherfucker we're waiting all this shit and so there's a white guy sitting there and The 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 TSA agent. We get up there, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" And he's like, "Just like." And I was like, "You don't know." He's like, "Well, I mean, I kind of know now." That lady told me it's some guy who some actor on Empire. And I'm like, "Motherfucking Empire! Nobody (laughs) watches that shit." fuck that I was like now I know I'm never watching that show and I'm going back home and I'm telling everybody on my show never watch Empire and this dude was cracking up and through the whole way through security I'm bitching I'm like motherfucking just and on top of that in the gate next to us all of these men and service men and women in full fatigues yeah all waiting in line like this guy comes up but all past them little something from Empire yeah, little something. <laughs> I google this motherfucker find out who he is and guess what he not only is he in Empire, he is in a, he's an actor slash rapper. He's also from Philadelphia. So on top of this motherfucker, yes, on <laughs> <laughs> the playground is where the motherfucker spent most of his days. But. I don't know, on top of all that, so I'm thinking, wait a minute. So not only was he going, he skips through customs and gets pre- preferential treatment, but probably because this bitch thought, ooh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna show off. You yeah, know, I'm gonna get this dude through. I'll get you. I'll get you through. Right. Yeah, I got the hookup. Yeah. No, for you because you're on Empire <laughs>
2: and gets him through. I'm like, sir, thank you for your service, but you wait right there. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, we got we got little little wannabe coming through and fucking. After all this, when Cheryl's like, she found, she's like, yeah, he's from Philadelphia. I'm like, wait a minute. So this motherfucker was like, not late for anything. He's getting back home. He's getting back home and he skipped through security. Went through all of us. Unbelievable. (laughs) And was just fucking livid. I I got it. Fuck Philly. Fuck going through that airport. Fuck that actor. Fuck Empire. Fuck everything that has to do with that airport. And, that. and I, I want to go back to Mexico. They have everything streamlined. And I highly doubt him. This motherfucker, there's no way in Mexico he would have been skipping line. Because <laughs> he ain't shit. I was I even said out loud, I was like, I don't give a fucking fifty cent walks up to this motherfucker. I'd have told his ass, You gotta wait. I already <laughs> been in line Cause what's the point of having all these rules and having all these right. fucking security protocols right. if any old asshole can just jump up in front of line? Now I did talk to some people and they're like, Oh yeah, they'll do that for random assholes who show up to the airport late and are like late for their flight. They like well, they don't yeah, even have to be famous. Like... I've never seen that. This was my first time ever encountering that, and it happened to be somebody quote unquote famous. Right. And so that's what just set me up. Off because I thought, oh, this is just a preferential treatment thing, but I guess they do this for any asshole. But I'll just say, any asshole or this random motherfucking famous person, you got to do what everybody else does. I don't give a fuck if you're late or who you are. I want to know
2: why he was all like covered up, like people were going to swarm him.
1: That yeah, was the funniest why, part. Like, I was like, Cheryl, none of us recognize him. And by putting all this shit on, he drew attention he to himself. He wanted people to be like, right. oh, who
2: is that? Exactly. Because if he had just like, gotten he had, in line, people would have like. He could have walked straight through and nobody look. would have ever fucking known. There yeah. was no way.
1: No way. Maybe the FS double would be licking her fingers. Somebody
2: would have been like, is that Bobby Brown?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some white <laughs> motherfucker would have been like,
2: is that a young Bobby Brown? Is that Little Bobby Brown? Is
1: that? <laughs> oh man, Scotty doesn't know. Uh, yeah, I wish I had the no music, music but Scotty doesn't know. And God damn, fuck that guy. <laughs> so yeah, man. Other than the Philadelphia airport, which is it was surreal, man. It was it blew my mind. And Cheryl was with <laughs> too. She was funny during the whole ordeal. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was that was Mexico. Nice man, it was a good, time. good. I'm
2: glad you had fun. Uh, the line's open four four zero thirty seven drunk. If you guys want to call in uh, and you know, welcome Scott back to the show. Talk about whatever you want. Feel free to call in. We're close to the shares. We're at like 22 shares, I think. So we're close to both of us having to do a shot of Bailey's. Lindsay asked what that's all about. Lindsay, go back and check out the show um, because there's a story about Bailey's dick that you absolutely need to hear. Um, all right, let's talk. Uh, what do you want to go into first? I man? you want to talk about this Jameis Winston stuff or you want to do MLB Hall of Fame?
1: Uh, I feel like the James Winston thing is going to be pretty quick, so let's just go ahead and get that dumb shit out of the way.
2: All right, so James Winston, uh, this week, well, yeah, this week, the story came out that... A year ago now. Right. Over a year ago, he apparently sexually assaulted his Uber driver. He had a female Uber Uber
1: driver. Uh, He got in the front seat put his hand on her thigh and Well, from what I heard is he was in the back seat. This was on a drive through a Taco Bell and he reached from the back seat into the front seat oh, into her Oh, see
2: everything I had seen was it was Right, he was in the front seat and that's why everybody was like, "Well, that's weird if he's who's in the front seat when you get an Uber?" Nobody well, ever gets an Uber. and front her seat.
1: version of the story was that he was in the car by himself. His version is that, no, there were like two or three other guys in the car. And the fucking weird part is that Ronald Darby, who played at FSU with him and now plays for the Eagles as a defensive back, was also one of the witnesses for the FSU incident, was also Mm. allegedly there the same night of the FSU incident, Mm. and is saying, hey, I was in that Uber, and Jameis didn't do anything. So... In the words of an FS double (laughs) B. (laughs) <laughs> I mean it's so funny because when I first heard this and I was in Mexico this was one of the few things that I saw when I was in Mexico and it was just before we were like leaving that morning I, I read a Yahoo article about how this guy wrote an article about how you know Ta- Tampa Bay gambled on Jameis and basically he fucked him and like this is who Jameis is gonna be and you know he's never gonna be I mean be yeah, uh, yeah. whatever whatever But I, and I'm, like reading the details and trying to figure out things and initially I just read well his account basically and then I get back and one of my coworkers was telling me no this happened and the more I looked into it, I see the Ronald Darby thing and all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, it wouldn't it be funny if he was one of the guys – oh, wait. He was one of the guys at FSU that it was – it's like this is all sounding so fake. No matter what happens and no matter what – like there's so much smoke like billowing up from Jameis Winston yeah. that uh, there's no way that in the world we live in right now with all this Harvey Weinstein shit and all these sexual assault allegations and all these sexual harassment things that – Jameis Winston hasn't been egregiously guilty of something fucked up. Whether or not anything actually happened or, like, it was something that shouldn't have happened, even if it wasn't touching-wise or, you know, the actual physical rape at, you know, FSU, something fucked up has gone on with that man enough times that... I can't vibe with this dude anymore. Like, I, I mean, I liked Jameis, and I thought he was funny and just ridiculous. And I really liked him as a quarterback, and I thought he you know, played really well at FSU. So I wanted him to grow up and be really good like he was at FSU. And like his junior year, not his senior year, because his senior year ended up mostly sucking Yeah, by his standards at least. But, I mean, it, this is the, like, the straw that broke the camel's background. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I just I can't th- do it
2: anymore. I think we're and and the thing that sucks about this whole thing and and besides the whole fact that he sexually assaulted a woman, like th- we have gotten to this point now where I don't want to hold any athletes. Like I I grew up at a time where I, I would always put athletes at this pedestal and like they were like right. heroes and and now the more that this stuff comes out and the more that everything you hear all these stories coming out and and I believe the victims. In all of these stories, like I don't, I don't doubt anything right. that I've read about any. Any time a story comes up, I'm like, "Yep, yeah, I, he did it. absolutely. Yeah, he seems like a piece of shit. Totally, I agree, 100
1: percent with this. Well, but and, you more and, or and less like, have to for the simple fact that uh, who makes up this type of shit? Like, why right? would a random you, Uber yeah. driver? And this was in Arizona. So, yeah. he was, like, apparently, was during the Super Bowl last year, and he's in Arizona, and he's out partying or whatever, and so he gets a Uber driver. And I, I told my buddy, I was like, the funniest part is, most of the times you hear these stories about these drunken nights, and the first, uh, you know, you get all these players with DUIs, and you have like Michael Floyd or whatever, right. and, like blowing way over and doing all that stuff, and you're like, why don't these motherfuckers get limo drivers or ride an Uber or whatever? So, here Jameis is doing the right thing, getting an yeah. Uber, but and then he sexually there. assaults somebody. Right. And what the fuck, man! But that uh, the when
2: I heard this story come out, all that came to my head was that story from Florida State is also true, right? Like as much as much as they tried to poke holes in that story and tried to be like, no, oh, yeah. no, it didn't happen, nothing, but. It fucking happened. It right, absolutely happened. And whatever I believed it happened I... at the time, and now I really believe it
1: happened. Well, I believe that it happened, but I also, it was one of those things where, not that I wanted to victim shame or anything, but you're also just like, you know how it is when you're drunk in college, and college kids are stupid, and it's like, well, maybe it was a situation where they're both so drunk and whatever, and she sure. didn't really necessarily want to admit it and was really embarrassed after the fact, it was of kind of those things I kind of talked it away. As soon as this happened, my first thought was, "Nope." Everything I thought about, he fucking did it, and he lied his way out of it and used his celebrity. And of course, all the FSU people covered up for him, and we knew that everybody covered up. uh,
2: Fucking. Tallahassee police covered That's up. That's what from. I'm saying. Like like All the FSU people, everybody associated
1: with the program and everything covered up. And yeah, so I mean, so I just, I'm done with them.
2: Let's figure it out now. Who's the next one that a story pops up about? Because Athlete it's going to happen. Athlete. Well, I mean, because it's going know. to happen. That's Anybody the craziest thing. thing. You, have... you can pick a fucking name out of a hat at this point. And well, i like, Go. yep. That but happens. the funniest part
1: is before this happened, Jameis Winston would have been high on my list for something like that to That's happen. And sure <laughs> enough, it did. Hey, Craft Sports, who's this? This is Rate. Hey, Rate,
2: what's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? Good. It's How going, you, man? man. What's up?
7: I'm here at Mad Tree. Oh no, the only shit! I here with a baby.
2: Nice
1: <laughs> dedication. At Eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! Calling into <laughs> a podcast.
2: What are you drinking at Mad Tree tonight, Rate? I wish
7: I was Facetiming. <laughs> I'm. A, I got the Bjorn on and everything. Living the dream, baby. <laughs> What are you drinking, Imagry? Pilgrim. It's Thanksgiving, ain't it? Nice, good no, work, touche. man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Um, i I've been building up this hot take all week. It's fortune.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Hang on, let me boost this I'm, volume. Okay.
7: I mean, it might be more of just pissed offness than a hot take, but I am so fucked bad that Lamar Jackson gets snubbed. Out of every fucking award.
1: Okay, which award <laughs> did he get snubbed out of this week?
7: Davy O'Brien award for the top three QBs, no Lamar Jackson. Hey Ray, can Backstall you uh award top three players, no Lamar Jackson. The dude is the he's the second or the only player ever to throw for three thousand and rush for a thousand in back to back season. Hey Ray. He's like got all time great numbers.
2: Right, I know you're I know you're super fired up right now. Can you tell me who won the Davey O'Brien or the Maxwell Award last year? Lamar Jackson won both of them. <laughs> <laughs> How about the year before that? I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. Those awards are complete fucking horseshit, and nobody cares unless it's a player from the team you like. Nobody gives a fuck about any of those awards. Okay, okay. Well, I didn't even get to the Heisman yet. You know who won that
7: last year, Mike?
2: I think he does. I think I might know who won that last year. And you know who has better numbers
7: this year than the guy who won it last year? Because there's only one player. (laughs)
2: This dude is fired up. (laughs) But uh, I mean, the point is, right? Who gives a shit? Like, it doesn't. At the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Like, do you think it really matters if Lamar Jackson wins? I (laughs) know. Like, like if Lamar Jackson doesn't win the Maxwell, do you think it's really going to? Look, no, you're right. No, I don't lose sleep over it. But when
7: I see some chump like JT Barrett in there, <laughs> like, come on, man.
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's actually what the heart of it is. Right. Some OSU motherfucker got nominated and Lamar Jackson it's, didn't even make the final three. I will three. agree with you that Lamar Jackson
2: is not getting the publicity that he should be getting it's, this year. He has been... Well,
1: it's like how do, these
7: awards, in my opinion, and it's biased, I get it, okay. But it's like, how does the Davy O'Brien Award have any credibility whatsoever when you name three finalists for the best quarterback in the country and Lamar Jackson is not one of them, and then you put any statistic in the world up against all the guys that are named finalists, and it's just a complete joke? I mean, JT Barrett has literally like 60% of the numbers of Lamar Jackson.
1: Well, here's the problem I have with awards, and this goes across all sports. Is whenever a guy has a year and he blows everything away and he ends up winning, like you know, say an MVP, which is basically what the Heisman is an MVP. The next year, it's almost like no matter what he yeah, does, surpassing or whatever, it's always almost impossible for them to win the next year. And it's it, it's complete bullshit the way it's it's calculated. It's almost as if they look for someone else and they don't want to give it to the guy who won it last year, and that's why whenever Ohio State fans get up on their high horse about, well, well, you know, we got those back-to-back Heismans, I'm like, yes, in an era where they didn't have anybody that they could have possibly voted for, and now they just look for somebody, anybody, right. and it's not even anything to to really hold your hat on. I mean, yeah. it always I don't bothers know how many, me. I don't know how many votes Archie Griffin, like, bought on his way out, but... Wow. <laughs> That <laughs> dude has the whole thing rigged. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean that's why I don't get butt hurt about uh, individual awards anymore because yeah. they, after the year after, I know no matter what happens, they're not going to get it. And it'll, It doesn't matter well, how much they deserve it.
7: I'm no longer. I'm never going to get butt hurt again because this year's proved that every single one of those awards is complete horseshit.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it definitely it were is. before. <laughs> there's there's a lot of shit in college football that is complete horseshit, me. Man. Also yeah.
1: also uh shitty says easy asshole on the uh comment section.
2: <laughs> all
7: I heard was shitty and asshole, so okay.
2: Right, <laughs> we'll let you get back to your beer and your baby, bud. <laughs> all right. Rock all right, on, guys. See Talk to you, bud. you later, bud.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he makes uh, he makes a good point. I, ca- I no, really I really hate right. the the individual awards in sports though, because seriously, it it doesn't matter. It's all
2: it, I mean, there's no... Well, somebody... And, and
1: shit. I always get pissed off when, you know, Cheryl watches these award shows, and I always make fun of people when I watch award shows, and they always say, oh, how is it any different than when guys win individual? And I'm like, yeah, that's why I stopped caring about those awards years they ago, because it really doesn't affect anything, like... Even the Heisman,
2: like, yeah. I get it's a it's a nice honor to have. Meh. Yeah, it I'm doesn't really, mean I mean, dick. it's not... In my opinion the Heisman is not what it originally was. No. The fact that there's no defensive player that's ever that will ever have a legitimate shot at the Heisman means that the award is bullshit I to, to me Charles anyways. Wilson.
3: I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it
2: doesn't happen anymore. If you're a defensive player, you don't even get looked at. Like you might get the invite as like, oh maybe invite. maybe this yeah. year. No, it's going to a running back or a quarterback yeah, Who was it a few years ago? Was it Sue? Was he at the like? Did he get invited? Uh, I think he got invited. Manti Te'o got invited. Yeah, I was gonna say like, there's
1: there's always like every couple of years there's always one guy that the right. token defensive guy just to make you think that it could possibly right happen. Yeah. when everybody sitting there knows that, that yeah he's it's got like no it ain't shit. gonna
2: happen like it's it, if you're not a running back or a quarterback, quarterback you're yeah, not in the running it. for the Heisman so it's it that's another award that at this point it's like. Who gives a fuck, man? Like, what's yeah. what's the big deal? And the fact that they award it to like the best player on the best team—it's not even, yeah, like it's not even the, the best, best player in the college league. football. It's, yeah. it's just, well, that's, hey, and that's he's just like, the like MVPs best on across team.
1: every sports now. It, it there's all sorts of arguments about. Well, does it matter if you're on the best team, or does Here's, it matter if you're just the best player? Here's
2: how I feel like MVP. Awards in all leagues should be measured. If you take that player off the team, how bad do what they does the team become? Right. And that's why I feel like LeBron James would win the NBA MVP every fucking year, because if you take him off the Cavs, right, they don't make the playoffs because well, we saw <laughs> what happens. <when> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <The Cavs laughs> like, LeBron James into is a clearly the MVP of the league because without him, they're dog shit. That's the And, the, and the, that's how every and MVP it should, should be and, awarded. And it should
1: be, but instead they always, again, find a way to award somebody else just because it's like, you've won it enough. Right.
2: Give somebody else a
1: chance. Right. And it's like, no, this isn't a <laughs> participation ribbon. Like, if the guy's an MVP, he's just an MVP. Right. I mean, yeah. especially if they play at such a level. Like, I mean, I understand giving it to Russell Westbrook last year for him having such an amazing season but I don't. I still can't say that he was better than LeBron just because of the way the league works. Yeah. I mean, as amazing as Russ was, he
2: still wasn't better than LeBron. That's Joe brought up, uh, and I, I don't have the article pulled up, but he had his NBA MVPs to date, and I think he had Kyrie at number one, which I know there's a case for Kyrie in, in Boston, but I still think going by my criteria of who is the guy that if you take them off their team what is the team to come?
1: Well, I would say right now, Kyrie has a good argument, but check back in June. I mean, right, because, you know, I don't know how Boston's going to hold up and how things are going to actually go all the way through. But that's going to my point of MVPs and
2: Heisman's, all these, like, best player awards go to the best player on the best team. Boston right now is performing the best in the NBA, and and Kyrie Kyrie. is the best player on Boston, so he is automatically, like, Oh, that's the MVP. That's the guy that that you got to give it to. No, you got to give it to the guy that if he wasn't on the team, the team would be complete horse shit.
1: Right. And uh shitty makes a great point. Aaron Rodgers for this year's NFL MVP. Absolutely. That's, perfect that's a perfect example. Yeah. Yes.
2: Aaron Rodgers goes down Green and Green Bay, Bay is complete dog shit. And a poor bar has to give away beers <laughs> for the right. entire it had game. They've been shut
1: out in 11 years. 11 years.
2: And, and Aaron
1: Rodgers <laughs> has been there how many years? About 11, I, <laughs> I think. think.
2: All right, let's go from, that's a good segue, from individual awards to Hall of Fame, which I've got some feelings on the Hall of Fame. Uh, but we want to talk MLB first or NFL? Let's go MLB first. Okay. Uh, so the MLB released their uh, ballot for this year. Uh, baseball writers will get 10 votes. Do you want me to go through the names that are
1: on the ballot? Mm, I don't want to go through all of the names. I thought we would just go through our 10 Okay, you you
2: go have. ahead and name your 10 first and give me a minute to think about my 10.
1: Okay, well, I need to bring up the list real quick. <laughs> had, that,
3: was,
1: yeah, that was a nice setup, you asshole, because you, you saw me scrambling. And I mean, Well, the thing is, I meant to have the fucking thing uh, linked to where I could just do it. But yeah. Hold on, let me just That's really all right. quick. You're fine. I'll go through my
2: list. Uh, okay. I'll do mine first. So I, I would put uh, Trevor Hoffman in. He's, he's on my list uh, of my 10 votes. I'm going to put Edgar Martinez on this uh, list of 10. Uh, I'm going to put Mike Mussina on there. Mm. I know. I know. Uh, relax. You can fight me afterwards. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, saved by a call in here. Uh, let's see who this they're is. Like, they're about to talk baseball. <laughs> Fuck them. Kraft <laughs> Sports, who's this? This is your father. Ah!
4: Yeah. Happy birthday. birthday!
2: How you doing,
6: Pops?
2: <laughs> I'm doing well. You drinking a
6: lot hey, of hams um, tonight? I just, I didn't mean to catch off earlier, but we were just sitting down to eat dinner and I didn't want to. No, you know, you're I, fine, I Dad. Wanna, Don't worry about it. I didn't want to eat fine. cold turkey. I'm already a day late. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're fine, Pops. No worries at all. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, it doesn't matter where your birthday is or what, it's mom changes dinners and she don't care. <laughs> Thanks. Thanksgiving can be any day between Saturday and next week. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> hey, all I know is growing up, grandma told me your birthday was on Thanksgiving. That's all I knew. It didn't matter that Thanksgiving changed every year. I just knew that your mom, birthday was on Thanksgiving and, and mom made that happen. So I'm happy for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well, that's
6: true. That's exactly the way it works. All right. And, and here's my – my uh, for, before I get started, Scott, congratulations on your wedding. Thank you. I And you guys are rookies. You really think they're going to forget? It <laughs> never happens, kid. They will remember word for word 40 years from now what you said tonight. And they'll come back to haunt you with it. Trust me. That's just the way women are. They're, they have a mind like a steel trap. <laughs> but don't ask But don't ask them if they put that ATM in the uh, checkbook because they'll forget. it. They <laughs> right. and and that's my point of the call tonight. The Miami Hurricanes can suck a big dick. <laughs>
1: I think they, they can take a already change
4: did. and
6: they can shot them in their ass <laughs> to lose to a shitty-ass Pitt team. First of all, any team from Pennsylvania sucks. But to lose to Pitt and not to just lose, but to get your ass kicked by Pitt is a sin. If they're in the top 25, they gotta shoot everybody who votes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Do you think they were looking ahead to the ACC championship? Do you think that's why they dropped this one? You really think they're smart enough to look ahead? (laughs) All right. That's a fair point. Uh, 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 They're
6: just absolutely degenerates.
2: But, Pops, let me ask you this, though. As a Notre Dame fan, doesn't that make you feel shittier that our team lost to the team who just got beat by Pitt?
6: Well, yeah, because we have a coach that couldn't get anybody ready. They can't wipe their own ass. But that's beside the point.
2: I was so afraid to ask uh, that
6: question. <laughs> that's that's a that's a different rant, Mike. Uh, the only and the only thing that saved me this week was I watched my Dallas Cowboys get the shit kicked out of yeah. them. Yeah, and they kept showing that dickhead Jared Jones. Uh, whatever the hell his name is, Jared hey, Jerry Jones, you're good. The owner. They kept showing him in his box, crying and wringing his hands. And the only thing that could make him better was if Trump was sitting next to him.
4: (laughs) With
1: Papa John delivering pizzas to him. Papa John with the Jordan face on him.
6: Oh, yeah, they could have that asshole, too. He's another dick. (laughs) Oh, shit. well I'm 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 telling you, I, I think maybe you guys ought to do a little bit more political stuff on your craft sports <laughs> because then the, the orange Cheeto would uh start tweeting That's at you. That's a good point. <laughs> that we to get point. them fired
2: up at us. We can have people yeah, like it, tweeting at us yeah. and like they'll tweet at like uh Mike Bagwell and, and Scott Coleman <laughs> and they'll be like, Ah, these assholes. They don't know what kind of podcast yeah. to run.
6: <laughs> well, after Scott went on his rant about going through customs, you know he's on a do-not-fly list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's for sure. They'll never let don't me on a plane the in
6: Philly. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> You're stuck in Cincinnati for the rest of your life, kid. That'll
1: <laughs> hey, be worth it if I don't have to go to a Philly airport. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh. All right, I'll let you guys go. Have a good night, Pops. Thanks. Happy, Happy birthday,
2: birthday Pops. Love you, man. Thanks. I love you, too, Mike. See Bye. You.
1: Bye. <laughs> God, I love Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Oh, he's so good. It's the best part of the week. I can't wait
2: till his knee heals up and he can get down to Cincinnati. Do a show. He's, I've already said to him, like, next time you come to town, yes, you're going be to be on the show yes, with us. Because yes. I would love to hear two hours of him just bitching about taking <laughs> over the show. <laughs>
1: two hours of us just sitting there belly laughing. Just be while like, he, you, he go, talks? you go, pops. You do your yeah. thing. Who did I say in my ballot uh, so far? You pissed me off with Mike Messina. You had Trevor Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman,
2: Edgar Martinez, Mike
1: Messina, right? Yeah, okay, so so two I'm? out of your three are already fucked, but go ahead. <laughs> you got seven <laughs> more.
2: Um, I, that's all. So those are all the holdovers from last year. Right. I don't think anybody else from that list makes it. I wouldn't pick anybody else. Anybody from else list. from
1: the holdover From the holdover list, list. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So my other so seven all, all are the all other newcomers. seven are first-timers.
2: Which, and that's the other thing that pisses me off about baseball. You can only vote baseball, 10, which is dumb as fuck. Not, not even that. Just that baseball writers have this bullshit idea that you, you have to be like a certain level of oh, player yeah, to get a first ballot. first ballot. Yeah, you can't that's get in, in on the bullshit. first ballot because like, you weren't good enough. He's going to make it, but I'm not letting him in this year. Fuck you. Just yeah, fucking You're the Hall of guy.
1: Famer or you're not. Right, exactly. There's no, There's no
2: qualifications right. for it. So my next seven would be not Chris Carpenter. <laughs> Gee, shocker! There, <laughs> although fine, uh, Chipper is a hundred percent on on my ballot. Jim Tomey's also on my ballot, so that's five that I'm up to. Um, I would put Kerry Wood on my ballot. Um, that's an interesting one. I yeah, you know, I don't know if it's like a nostalgia thing for Kerry Wood because I I, f- it, I feel like he I love Kerry. He's Wood. one of
1: those players that, but man, injuries they.
2: Well, and I think that's what kind of gets me is I I remember how good he was when he was healthy.
1: And when then he was healthy, oh my god. Right, and that's but what I the injuries completely fucked him to where he ended up as a back end reliever and then I mean, he did have a couple good years as a reliever, but I yeah. It I mean, was, it, it, ter- Kerry Wood is the ultimate man what could have
2: been. That's true. Cuz right. had he stayed healthy? Exactly. He would have been amazing. And yeah. that's why
1: I'd put him in because he yeah, I but it's tough to do on When a guy gets hurt. I understand. Like I understand. It, it's that just tough. I I I mean I can't I'm not going to argue with you if you voted for him. You Karen are Wood. kind of arguing with No, him I'm right just yeah. saying <laughs> like I wouldn't be like, "Oh man, he's fucking wrong." It would just be like, mm, uh, you know, I okay, if if you're going to vote for him, that's fine, but I just I, I wouldn't because he just he couldn't stay healthy. And that's, that's right. not his fault, but it, you know, I injuries are injuries like they right. happen and Um
2: so Let's you're up to six. I That's got six, six. Okay. yeah. Uh, I'd put Andrew Jones on my ballot. Wow. I, I've always liked Andrew Jones, man. I, and he was one of those players that... I'm a
1: Braves fan. I, I'm I very know, well yeah. aware of who Andrew Jones is no, 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 and why no, you I, would be a fan. I'm I just up. always... Uh,
2: he was one of those players that was just super fun to watch. And when I think Hall of Fame, I don't necessarily... I know it's all about stats and all that shit, but I kind of look at it as who was the more... Entertaining player to watch. Okay, and that's fair. That's one of my shocking to me, but fair. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no,
1: I mean seriously. I just said
2: uh, eight. I'm going to put Omar Vizquel on just for nostalgia purposes as well. Okay, I think he gets in. I don't think he gets in this year, but I think Omar gets in eventually. Yeah, Omar will eventually get in. Um, I think I'd put Jamie t- Moyer on. Years. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm putting Jamie Moyer in my. I didn't even know he's on the ballot. Months. Yeah, he's in the newcomer list. Oh
1: wow! I actually, uh, and I'm totally. Not being like a smartass, I I had looked at the list and there were so many. There were names that jumped there's out at a me immediately.
2: Shitload immediate, of newcomer names. Well, there's too.
1: A, there's enough names that jump out of me right away that there's some like I just scanned it and Jamie Moore because. I feel like he didn't retire five years ago because he played so damn That's long. That's the crazy thing. Like he's I'm like, it's, a, already yeah. been, it's only been five years since he retired. He
2: played until he was 74 years old. Right, and <laughs> so I feel like it's only been like two or three years since he retired. It's already been five? <laughs> and <laughs> my, tenth, my tenth vote is going to Scott Rowland for Homer purposes. Yeah. I d- he's not going to get in. So you're that. throwing your ballot away is what
1: you're saying. No, I'm throwing my tenth vote away. No, I meant your 10, ten for votes. You're for throwing. this year, <laughs> <laughs> you're throwing ten. You're, you're 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 voting for the Green Party on your fucking ballot. Like this, that, that is what your ballot is. Is a fucking vote for the Green Party. outside, come of, on, Gary Johnson. Because <laughs> outside of Chipper and Tomei, your ballot is mostly okay. And the Trevor Hoffman. Your ballot is mostly fucked. <laughs> I don't think a single person on your ballot besides those. <laughs> (laughs) three have a fucking chance in hell of getting,
2: you know, I I do what I do. (laughs) I'm the the ballot that like after they become...
1: I said this to the fucking Green Party, they're like, who did this? (laughs) (laughs) Whose fucking ballot is this?
2: When I tweeted out out afterwards, people were like, you
1: motherfucker. (laughs) What are
2: you doing with this vote? And I'm like, I like Scott Rowan. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) You're why the writers shouldn't be able to vote. (laughs) People like you. But Scott Rowland was nice. Oh <laughs> <my God. laughs> okay, so okay, I, I did. I, I will. Give Lindsay you, said you were triggered with Mike Messina,
2: By the way, oh, I was. <laughs> I was totally triggered,
1: and you know exactly why. No, I will explain my Mike Messina thing, and it because when it comes to Hall of Fame, I take it seriously, and it, I it, Yankees be damned. I mean, as wait, much hang as on I don't before you Yankees get into that. In.
2: Tank said we need to do a live show in a bar. And not like what we've done before, uh-huh. like where the bar hears us. So, everybody, hit up Listerman's Brewing and let them know you want us to do a show at Listerman's. Fuck yeah. And we will fucking do it. I've got all the equipment. We'll make it happen. We just need the, the people to let them know. Anyways,
1: Mike Messina, Hall of Famer. Okay, anyway. Well, I'll <laughs> get back to Mike Messina. He's not on my ballot. Okay, all so right. ch- the three that overlap. Hoffman, okay. Chipper, and, and Tomei. I will give you uh, all three of those. Those are perfectly logical. Okay, Vladimir Guerrero is getting in this year. Vlad will get in, you're absolutely. Right. He's on. He's four. And he
2: years. also had uh, looking at this. He had seventy one percent of the votes last year. So he's right. He's no, he was already on the cusp. In. Yeah. Like he, he's definitely. He only, in. He's
1: one of those guys that. Uh, I, guys, when
2: I was looking through this, I didn't. He's really, one of
1: those yeah. guys that people were like, mm, I don't think he's first ballot, uh, but I'll vote it's him bullshit, in. Right. So like, and, and I don't know why, because I like Vlad, but I do. I did have that conversation on uh, on the post that I put up there, and I just think that his years in Montreal were so shrouded in mystery because it was just up there, and then when we went to LA, I feel like his best years were in Montreal, and not that he wasn't really right. good with LA, but I feel like once he got to LA, people missed out on some of the really the things that made Vlad really special because he started to age in LA, and it it wasn't that he still wasn't great, it's just... I thought when he was in Montreal, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like yeah. every time I saw him, it was amazing, and I was really—it was one of those guys. That I'm like, "I am really mad that he doesn't play for my team because he's just so fucking naturally good. Like yeah. everything he did, and in every facet, he was one of those five-tool guys. I really hate when people like do that, <laughs> but it's just like there was—it it didn't seem like there was nothing that you could say. Nah, Vlad really can't do that. So like, right. I would knock him for that. No, I mean he stole. He had a cannon right field. He was great at defense uh, i mean he was just he was the total package so i think he's getting in so i got hoffman guerrero chipper Tome. i'm voting for bonds mm. i'm also voting
4: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm also voting for sammy sosa mm-hmm. the pink version <laughs> not the black or white no just the, pink. the pink version <laughs>
2: Uh uh this vote is null and void if <laughs> Sammy Sosa doesn't show up
1: in pink. Yeah. If he doesn't show up with pink face on, I'm talking about. Um I'm also uh casting a um a ballot for Gary Sheffield. Mm, okay. Yes. Um Larry Walker, that's 8. So you're most of yours are
2: holdovers.
1: Right. Well, with yeah. the
2: exception of Chipper and Tome. Yes. So far.
1: Yes, they're the only two I think on this list. Uh, the, the the first year players, the only th- I think they're the only two that even really have a shot. But they're the only two that I would vote in, just based on, uh, just based on the list. Um, I would also put in uh, Manny Ramirez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck Manny Ramirez. And <laughs> the last one. The last one hurts because he's such a fucking racist fucktard now. <laughs> I know but I'm voting it. for Kurt Schilling. I purposely <laughs> left him off because he's a fucking I know. racist fucktard, and I feel like his his Hall of Fame ballot is a hit since yeah, he retired. Because he's a, had he just had he, he just shut up, he would have already been in the yeah, Hall of Fame. He but absolutely, he, he's talked. He's been Schilling's he been. This is
2: his sixth time appearing on the ballot, and I think each year he gets progressively he gets, yeah, he gets worse, less. and people are just like. This fucking guy, right? No, we're gonna, no, I'm not voting for this cuck. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> yeah, like what
1: did he do the past twelve months that I can justify? Oh, that's right. You know, he said this. <laughs> he and he, seriously. He, he'll be quiet for like eleven he's got, months. He's and then got for like P.
2: Rose a, syndrome. Yes, he
1: really does. It's, it's, that's a great. Inc- that is a great comparison. <laughs> like, just shut the it, fuck up and and you're be in your in already.
2: <laughs> Root Sports, who's this? It's hey, Tank. What's up? Hey, what's what
0: up, up, Tank? Tank? Hey, not much. Hey, Scott, welcome back. Fuck Lil' something.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Fuck that guy. I yeah, still don't even remember his name. It's a little yeah, something.
0: Fuck him. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, uh, two thoughts. One, what do you guys think? Uh, Sosa ends up wearing if he shows up for the Hall of Fame?
2: Hopefully, something pink. No
1: doubt. <laughs> I'm
0: really wanting that. That top
1: hat, <laughs> that pink <laughs> top hat, has got to come with him.
2: I feel like a feather in the hat would be a nice cut. <laughs> like something really good. Yeah. I yeah. Like what if he went pink and white stripes and just really fucked with our heads? Because then it's going to be like, like a that, piece of fucking zebra stripe. Well, it's going to be like that white dress, blue dress thing from Facebook. So, like, shit. what color is Sammy Sosa? I don't know. He's either <laughs> yeah, white or pink. I don't know. Depends on which one jumps out know. of your eye
0: first. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the second thing is, I I really want Kurt Schilling to get snubbed, so he just, like, does a rant on the liberal media for, like, a year. It'll be great.
2: (laughs) That's also true. Tank, do you think he'll blame it on Obama if he gets snubbed?
1: No doubt. (laughs) I don't see how he can. I mean, that's just (laughs) fact.
2: How many baseball writers are Trump supporters that are going to put Schilling in? That's the question.
0: Oh, I would say at least... like, you're talking like old white guys that are still watching baseball. That's like a solid 80%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: surprised his his numbers have dipped because he probably because of, yeah, should his, have been in. His stances are... Uh... Maybe that's it. Maybe Schilling, just right before the ballots are due, he's going to tweet out, make America great again, and they're going to be like, I got to change my ballot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to take it right over the top. Go back to a time... He when had 100% he... of the Go move? back to a time when... He... Yeah,
0: totally.
2: <laughs> Schilling's going to be like, oh. that LeVar Burton's a piece of shit. They're going to be like, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Reading Rainbow, my dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome.
2: Tank, uh, what would you think of uh, Survivor Series, man? I didn't see an article. Uh... From it. What? Oh, oh,
0: okay. Oh, I'll start spitting out more.
1: Um, <laughs> he also I <laughs> no, I to, just like, called you out. He's like, I was oh, just I didn't curious. See an article from no, you, uh... I just didn't know
2: if, like, because you didn't write about it, if it wasn't that entertaining this year. Like, I didn't know <laughs> where your head oh. was on it.
0: Oh no, uh, I, 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 I just I, I thought somebody else had it. But okay, so my thoughts on it: uh, the car was pretty good overall. Uh, the main event was bullshit. Like, you had an opportunity to really do some great stuff with a lot of young guys around the come up. Uh, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Nakamura, like getting inserted into the main event scene, and then they just again it on Shane and Triple H and Braun Strowman, and it's just, it's just bad. You, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> That's awesome. That would have been an awesome article. Just been like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any goddamn sense.
1: <laughs> it's funny it's because just, it's just i occasionally darker. read I a wrestling I, article I on ign and it's very similar to that like <laughs> his his thoughts are very angry about like the, the choices they make and he'll always be real sarcastic about how yeah they could elevate all the younger talent and do this and move on but nope they're still gonna hold on to some old bullshit and still <laughs> push the same people that they've been pushing for the last 20 years who are well past everything and that's just how they operate <laughs> Yeah, WWE, they had man. that
0: awesome moment where you had a face-off between Finn Balor and Shin- Shinsuke Nakamura in the ring. People were chaining Japan" at them. Fucking Balor busted out the two-sweet, put it into Nakamura's head. Nakamura wiped it off and licked it. Like, that's money right <laughs> there. You <laughs> can make some fucking money with that.
2: That is fucking awesome. Uh, how Very do you,
0: passionate about these
2: things. I didn't see how it turned out. How did war games turn out?
0: It was good. It was good. NXT was a great show. Um the the right team won with uh uh the Undisputed era going over nice. and it just made total sense. Like it elevates them as the new heels in NXT and you now have three really good bad guys that can uh advance a good storyline for the entire brand. So thumbs up to them doing everything right on NXT.
2: <laughs> Tank, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, bud. Excellent.
0: No problem. Hey, Thanks, guys. All right, catch you later. Have a good Friday. I'll keep listening. All
2: right, see talk to you, you later, man. <laughs> guys, make sure you check out Tank's work on CraftRootSports.com. He writes some fucking great articles. I wasn't trying to be a dick. Thanks for saying that, making me feel like it shit. sounded like you were trying like I wasn't to be a dick. trying to. I was just being like,
1: hey, where's your article at? We no, haven't seen it wasn't one in like that because Jeez, there was somebody. Writing there
2: was somebody that said they were going to write an article about Survivor Series and they didn't. Uh,
1: but oh, okay. I, I didn't. I, know. I, I wasn't aware of that it definitely sounded your like you. Were and Tank, to be. I, I was
2: joking. I just, was, I was just hoping Tank was going to be like. Ah, Survivor Series was good, and here's why. It's all good.
1: <laughs> Anyways, Uh, so back to the <laughs> back to the ballots. So, do do you want to talk about Mike Messina? Because well, I looked at the time. Go ahead. Yeah, we're killing this. Real F- quick, is- the reason Mike Messina is not on my ballot, and I don't think that he should be in the Hall of Fame, is because he was on the Hall of Fame track, and then he went to New York, and... As much as I despise the Yankees, I do realize that, man, it takes a certain mentality and a certain type of guy to go there and succeed, and a lot of guys just don't have it, and I feel like, especially when you go over there as a free agent, it's really tough to make that switch and just keep it, especially if you are already on a Hall of Fame track, you look at guys like Randy Johnson who went there and just were like, shit the bad and, I mean, even CeCe was doing really great, and then he went there and he just been okay. He's had moments yeah. of brilliance, but overall, you know, it, things were never really as good as they were prior to. And just a long list of guys, and I just think that Musina went there, and his career was just okay there. And I I thought it brought him down a little bit. Now, I know he had some pretty good numbers in the playoffs and stuff like that, but just overall, I thought he went from being the ace-dominant guy in Baltimore to just being... Eh. An average guy in New York, and that kind of for me. Do
2: you think he would it have kind had, of went? Do you, down. you think he still would have been considered uh, an average guy if he had stayed in Baltimore? No, that's what it's, I'm saying. So I think it's just the pressure of New York and just yeah. that, that spot. Well, and,
1: and I was gonna say, and it's because of all the games and the expectations of doing all that stuff. It made what he did look less significant and that's what's crazy
2: because and i feel like you need to take it out of that context of right all right this is new york this is the yankees
1: but it's very hard to we do ex- that when you see expect guys expect more right but it's very hard to see that when you see guys who are there and then do perform at that high level still where you're like all right so right. it's not just a complete mindset it's just some guys can do it and some guys can And so yeah i mean he chose to go there because he signed there as a free agent. So, right. I it's mean, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. where... I'm not saying that because it, it, it's very close. And if he got in, I wouldn't be like, ah, I'm fucking Messina didn't deserve it. It would be okay, fine. I, you know, It'd I can't, you, I can't really argue that.
2: It would be you, dirty fucking Yankee. It would no. totally be. I'd be like,
1: ah, another dirty Yankee
2: stunk his way into the whole thing. <laughs> Fucker. All right, let's get into uh, lose losers because we are. Uh, Wow, we're running. It's a long ass show tonight. I'm back though, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it, we'll push through. You know what? As a matter of fact, fucking pour some shots of Bailey's. I don't even know if we have the shares. Yep, we we'll get some Give shots some of Bailey's. Shots of Bailey's. We we'll get being some better. Bailey's dick going on here as we listen to lose losers for this week.
8: It's rivalry week. It's turkey week, and Scotty is back. If you want some losers, I've got the knack. I'm feasting on turkey and dressing and football. Put some gravy on top for that crazy in-law. So many good games, it was hard to pick two. I decided to leave out Bucky versus the and But we've got a bluegrass battle and the Iron Bowl, too. So here are your losers without further ado. Game number one, Louisville at Kentucky. This one is a rivalry rematch for Lamar and the cards. They come in remembering last year's late fumble and giving up, like, 10,000 yards. The greatest college player to ever play the game has been snubbed by all the big awards. It's really a damn shame. They'll be motivated to prove all the doubters wrong, and Stoops troops will be left looking like they just hit the bong. I'm telling you now, UK has absolutely no chance. It's going to be all red and black, and I'm going to dance. Lamar will score seven times and run and pass for over 200 each. And U.K. fans will cry, led by their radio idiot, Mr. Mike Leach. It's the Cats versus the Cards. There is no love lost. Lay all the points all day, no matter the cost. Lose, loser. Kentucky, 0-90. to (laughs) Game number two, Alabama at Auburn. As rivalries go, this is the granddaddy of them all. The South stops when these two play ball. War Eagle or Roll Damn Tide, it's always a battle for way more than just pride. The winner will play for the SEC title, and both have playoff hopes for which a win is vital. Saban has never beaten a nine-win Auburn squad. Scott, did the Mexican ladies like your dad bod? <laughs> this one is expected to be close throughout.
1: This have great
8: finishes, leaving one team to pout. Perhaps I'm just a little too into the gobble-gobble, but I think this game turns on a key fumble or bobble. Some big plays will be made by Bama's Jalen Hurts, and those crimson rednecks will have reason to lose their shirt. <laughs> the Tigers will see their playoff dream die. Tumor's tree will remain TP-free, and the War Eagle will cry. Lose-loser, ruff! Auburn, 17-24.
2: All right, so Lou has uh, Louisville beating UK, and he's got ninety Bama to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Uh, maybe uh, that might not be that far off. UK is it's going to be. A beat I saw up.
1: UK hung hang tough with Florida, who they have a really good rival with, and I know Florida wasn't all that great this year, but ninety to nothing a little hard to fathom. <laughs> All right, 82 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No,
2: UK, I, I do like UK only for the simple fact that Courtney Love plays for UK, and Courtney Love is one of the best people and best players, and he got his football basis. At Mooney? No, even better, from Papa B. Oh, well, Papa then. B coached him okay, in well grade that works. school, so he, uh, Courtney Love is the shit, and uh, that's one of the reasons why I like UK. Also
1: was married to Marilyn Manson.
2: Uh nope that's not true but no? yeah oh, okay <laughs> not the same
1: Courtney Love <laughs> no oh, okay sorry Carol- other, Courtney Love was not either I'm thinking question. of Rose McGowan damn I'm a black <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> Wait, did you
2: just confuse Marilyn Manson and Kurt Cobain is that what you just confused no I
1: actually conf- no I confused <laughs> Courtney Love and Rose McGowan which is probably worse. God, I'm a black motherfucker. Anyways, I think Louisville wins. I'm going to save you on this one. Louisville wins that game. Uh, I'm okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) I might have confused Uh, both of them. (laughs) I know who Marilyn Manson is for sure, but I definitely fucked up Rose McGowan (laughs) and Courtney Love. (laughs) Jesus.
2: Uh, The other pick that Lou had, he's got Bama beating Auburn. I also picked Bama to beat Auburn this week.
1: Man, but you know what? That shit... Is oddly weird. It's how they one ha- of those yeah, I was 0 6 against an Auburn team that's in the top 10.
2: It's, yeah, it's one like, of those games super where quirky. I was like, mm, I'm just going f- to, I don't know. I'm maybe flip a coin on this one because I I mean, e- I could see it go. Isn't it I would impossible not be to pick against
1: way. Alabama? But at the same time.
2: But it's not Alabama. It hasn't been that impressive this year. Like they're, no, they're the know. number one team, they're undefeated, but it feels very underwhelming for an Alabama team. Right, like normally, if you see Alabama undefeated number one, you think they are dominant, and maybe it's because they haven't really played anybody this year. But I just feel like this Alabama team is super underwhelming compared to previous Nick Saban teams. No, I so agree. that's why that's why I could see Auburn winning this one, but I just don't think it'll happen. I feel like Alabama wins it. I think Lou is right. I think it's going to be a close game. I'd love to see Alabama lose this game. Here's the other thing, though. Here's the the crazy kind of conspiracy theory: is if Auburn wins, Alabama doesn't make it to the SEC championship, but they finish the year at eleven and one. So, especially with <laughs> chaos, especially with so Miami losing, go Auburn. <laughs> I mean, Miami lost today, so that kind of throws the ACC into a, a kind of a weird spot. So, if Auburn wins. And then they win the SEC championship. I mean, the SEC champion will be in between Auburn and Georgia if that were to happen. But what do you do with an 11-1 Alabama team that mm. doesn't play for the SEC title? Do they get in? I don't know. And that's a tough call. Here's what would be amazing about the whole fucking thing. We live in Ohio, where Ohio State fans really hate Alabama. Like, that's we're totally rooting for them. They can't stand Alabama. Last year, all we heard was Ohio State doesn't need to play in the Big 10 championship doesn't matter but now if that could be the case with Alabama where mm-hmm. Alabama is 11 and 1 and has a case for the playoffs Ohio State fans would have to either admit that last year was bullshit or <laughs> agree that Alabama deserves a shot <laughs> in the playoffs they'll do neither <laughs> they'll be like JT Barrett's a good quarterback The end. (laughs) Are we in the playoffs? Fuck all y'all. Then (laughs) Uh, we also have in the pick'em. We've got so we've got the Louisville UK game. We've got Ohio State Michigan. That's
1: one. uh, Who who do you think wins that one, man? Michigan's looked like balls this whole second half of the season. That quarterback issue was just fuck them so bad. I think
7: it's and as much as I
1: coach sucks. No, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Didn't even let me finish. As much as I love I Jim, as much as I love me some Jimmy, I, they just did. The quarterback situation is just so fucked that I, I can't believe that out of all the last few Ohio State Michigan games when it looked like Michigan had like a fighting chance over the last couple, that this would be the one that they would win because all signs point to them just probably getting routed. No
2: Ohio State quarterback has beaten Michigan four times and if ohio state wins tomorrow jt barrett will have beaten michigan
1: four times that's because he's played there since
2: 1972 (laughs) (laughs) he is like four and six that's
1: he's got he's he's on his 15th year of eligibility (laughs) somehow so that's not that impressive but that's a crazy number and i but i just don't see i just saw that today and
2: i was like Really? None?
1: No quarterback has won I mean, that's just kind of like the Auburn thing where you're just like, huh? That's crazy to think. Like, yeah. But I w- w- I would be shocked if Michigan. I would be more shocked if Michigan won than if Auburn won. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, I would
2: I agree mean, with that's... that. Michigan, Michigan beating Ohio State would be a crazy upset yes. this week. Auburn beating Alabama would be like...
1: Matt, yeah, could totally see that. because yep. Just because, of, like you said, the way Alabama's played right. and just because of... The history that Saban has with Come having not on beat them, Auburn. Oh my God! I just want the chaos. I want yeah, shit to be. You know me, fucked up. me. I love chaos, and i I would totally be on so board. So if with you want Auburn chaos,
2: if you want chaos, you should be cheering for Michigan to beat Ohio State. I should you be. Should well, be cheering I, for Auburn I to beat Alabama. In, but Pitt already unleashed a little bit of chaos with Miami. Oh, I losing. want all
1: the road teams to lose. Let's put it that way. It like would, all of the yeah. road teams that have the chance to get in the playoffs, all of them to lose because that creates this whole storm of shit
2: and it brings notre dame that much closer (laughs) come on chaos
1: (laughs) i roped you into that one yeah well (laughs)
2: all right that's the other uh we we will skip washington state washington because clearly we're going with mike leach anything he does (laughs) mike leach has Uh, got that one notre dame stanford is the other college game we have on the racket we won't talk nfl uh, well, Such a bitch, here's why uh, I put that one in there because this is rivalry you make me week. Pick Notre Dame again
1: this year. This, uh, this For, like, is the fourth time this season. This
2: is what's bullshit about this, and this is why I wanted this game in here because I wanted a chance to talk about this on the show. Rivalry week is the last week of the season where you have all these cool rivalries, like right. long-standing rivalries. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame's longest rivalries with USC. I never understand how that isn't always you know the how last that's, game. Here's how that's not always the last game. It's always the last game. When Notre Dame has to travel to Southern California, to right? Play I was gonna say, I was like, it is sometimes, isn't it? The so Notre Dame schedules it where they will play at Stanford when they play USC at home, mm-hmm. and then flip flop it so that they can do recruiting in California once a year. Okay, so that's that's so the a strategic thing, for and them, that way they're not traveling to California twice right. a year, okay. which fine
1: gotta save but, money on those flights. but the
2: reason why if they're playing in south bend they play that usc game in the middle of the year and play stanford at the end of the year and then when they flip it and they're going to south uh weather? to california it's because usc doesn't <laughs> want to play in the i do Col- it i was gonna say it's fucking weather. pansy ass <laughs> fucking I, and i'm sure it was fucking pete carroll that piece of shit fuck him uh no i think it's it goes back i was gonna say i was him. like i'm pretty sure it it's way before him. but. USC doesn't want to play in Notre Dame at the end of the year. They don't want to play in the cold. So they have an agreement where if they're playing in Notre Dame, they play that in the middle of the year, and Notre Dame goes to Stanford at the end of the year. And if it's the other way around, Notre Dame ends the season in, in Southern Cal.
1: I'm going to give you credit and shit on Notre Dame at the same time. Oh,
2: good. I can't wait for this one. Sweet. <laughs> me... I,
1: I will say that I, I hate it when cold weather teams or it's it, cuz it never mind it's always the other way when warm weather teams don't want to play in cold weather te- see cities like i i hate that bullshit cuz it's like play yeah. football don't right. like it shouldn't matter don't be don't a fucking a pansy Put on some Under Armour. And I will say at the same time, it's inherent disadvantage when you play your team, when you play all your games <laughs> in the warm weather, and then at the end of the season, they're like, hey, i go play in like 30, <laughs> less than 30 degree temps. There's no doubt that that's a fucking disadvantage. I do, I, like, I think it's bitch made. Don't get me wrong, because I'm like, hey, you play football wherever you play football, and you gotta right. just deal with that shit no matter what. But at the same time, if you're playing in 80 and sunny <laughs> all the way through, and then that very Last week of the year, they'd be like, "Yeah, it's gonna be ten degrees tonight." Like, (laughs) what the fuck? It would be a lot to deal with. So, I get it, but I do think it's a bitch made thing. It's a bitch move. Yeah, like play that game at the end of the year. I definitely think you should just. It should just alternate it. Period. I mean, so it's at your house, then it's at their house, and I mean, you just deal with the weather. It's one of
2: the longest standing intercontinental rivalries just in do one of those kooky
1: things that teams always do like you know they pump to simulate crowd noise they pump on all sorts of music during practice so during <laughs> practice <up> say <laughs> just crank up the ac real high and just practice all week in below freezing temperatures indoors i mean you know they do crazy shit right so for one week do something crazy well, okay. And that's the worst part. It's every other year. Exactly. Like, it's not so even like, you're like not it's every him year to do that you it. Yeah, no. That, and that's why I'm saying, I mean, you know, you, just nut up. Fucking, fucking USC. Do it.
2: Fucking, just another reason to hate those motherfuckers. Let's get into <laughs> consumer <can> it <laughs> <laughs> Brought right. to you by Tavor.com. Uh, be sure to go to CraftBrootSports.com. Click on the sponsors link. Sign up for Tavor. After you place an order, you get a $10 credit to your account. All right, man. This week we had the sugary maple pecan pie by who was this? High Water Brewing. I'm gonna give it to you first,
1: consumer it, it. Sorry, I was checking the comments. <laughs> I was checking the comments, and then I was trying to real. I was trying to remember why shit he said. Well, never mind never agreeing with Kaiser ever again and I'm guessing that that had to do with the shilling thing. I don't fucking know. <laughs> hey, he, he said just... 100% agree on Vlad uh, or on Vlad third favorite player of all time and then very excited for him to get in. And then the next words out of his mouth, "Oh, you know what? That's probably because as soon as I said Vlad, then I went to the steroid users and not one single person uh, called yeah. me out about the fact that I didn't include Roger Clemens. But anyway, consuming it or can <laughs> I am consuming the shit out of this beer. It is fantastic. Um, I, unlike Mike, and I'm not sure what it was, um, but for me, the the sweetness went away almost immediately. I probably had, after the first two sips, I didn't taste any sweetness, and I tasted the bourbon barrel throughout the rest of the thing, and it just tasted like a really good... Ale, like it just there, there was nothing sweet about it, so that didn't bother me. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you like pe- pecan, pecan, <laughs> if you pie. like some pecan pie, you want some pecan, uh, and you like bourbon, uh, bourbon aged arrow ale, ale beers, Ber- bourbon. Bourbon, barrel, barrel barrel aged. Aged. <laughs> bourbon barrel aged beers, there it is. Bourbon Uh, barrel. If you if you enjoy that, then I mean there's no reason not to drink. This is fantastic. So
2: I will say that I like when a a bourbon barrel aged beer is like really forefront with the bourbon barrel flavor. Like when it's when it's really boozy, that's my favorite type of beer. And I'm the opposite. And this one was not as boozy. It's not. That's why I I think I like it a lot. The bourbon barrel, Like when I went into this, I was like, great, bourbon barrel, I'm sold. I'm 100% in on this one. Uh, It was not as bourbon flavored as I Mm -mm, wanted. mm -mm. I think the maple is what takes over. And that's why that was the sweetness that was tasting was the beginning. And the maple mutes that bourbon barrel flavor a little bit. However consuming the fuck out of this beer i
1: Consume had a conversation all earlier day long the, earlier this week with a, a buddy of mine at work though with why i'm not a huge fan of bourbon barrel age beers and because it's the exact reason you mentioned that you like it because a lot of them the bourbon takes over and i'm not a bourbon guy by itself yeah. i enjoy the combination in the beers and i can, it, when it's mixed just that's right fair. That's i'm, fair. Yeah, I'm yeah. good to board. that's where this one came in for me where it was just like This is the perfect bourbon barrel. See this one because it doesn't overwhelm. If I had,
2: if you probably poured this one that was like straight sugary maple, maple pecan pie, and bourbon barrel maple pecan pie, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. No, because the the bourbon barrel flavor is just so it's it's non-existent in this beer. So if you're going into it with like, oh, this is a bourbon barrel beer, I'm on board. No, that's not. You're going into this because it's going to taste like maple syrup. And it's going to taste like pecan pie. Right. Like, period. That's totally what I went in for. It it delivered 100% on that flavoring, and I am on board with that. Plus, the fact that it's 9.8% fucking good. Here's the other thing that sold me on this beer. Good to go. The other thing that sold me on this beer, there is not a lot of beers that can wipe out the taste of hypnotic because Mm. normally when I do that shot of hypnotic, the beer lingers for a while and it just is weird. Yeah. This one, like, right away. It was like a eraser on on a chalkboard. It was like, nah, bro, I got you. Nice. We're going to get rid of that Smurf piss you just drank. (laughs) Here you go, man. Here's some deliciousness. And I was like, thank you, Sugary
1: Maple Pecan Pie by High Water Brewing. I appreciate you. (laughs) Just remember, if the bottle says sugar-free, you're in the right place. But it doesn't say (laughs) (laughs) sugar-free. This has been Consumer Can It, brought to you by Tavor.com. Make
2: sure you check them out. Check out uh, the link on our website under the sponsors page. Holy shit, man. Good to be back. We went marathon style here tonight, but it was... And we didn't even get to NFL Hall of Fame. We didn't... Dude, there was
1: so much we didn't talk about. Right. So here's what... So much that we previewed that we didn't talk about. That's fucking right about it. Let's write about it. We'll put it up on the blog. No, you read about it. I'm gonna do mini about it.
2: I don't like writing. All right, you mini sewed about it. I'll fucking write it up. All right, All right, cool. It's gonna be just a lot of gifs.
1: Just get ready for a lot of gifs. Sentence, uh, GIF. <laughs> sentence, <picture. laughs> sentence, gif, sentence, picture, sentence, gif, sentence YouTube video. That's yeah, how right. I do
2: them. that's how I
1: do my blogs. All right. Cool. I know I know how these fans are of this show. They don't like to read shit. Attention spans are short <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Gotta be a lot of pictures, a lot of moving video. <laughs> Fair enough.
2: <laughs>
1: Dude, I am
2: so glad you're back. This
1: I is... am so glad to be back. So glad that you all joined us. We realized, we months ago, we contemplated and we were planning the schedule out, and I was like, do we want to do a Black Friday show? Everybody's Fuck doing... Fuck yeah, we do. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we want to do a show every damn week, but we realize there's certain weeks that lend themselves to maybe not doing a show, and this is one of them because Thanksgiving, people are still with their families, there's a lot going on, but... Fuck it. We did the show. A lot of people <laughs> showed up. We're grateful for all of you guys that yes. said, hey, I'm going to make Craft Root Sports part of my family tradition on Black Friday.
2: Thank you for sharing the show. Yes. Thank you for commenting, for liking everything. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, at CraftB Sports. You can follow Scott, at K underscore junior. Follow me, at Mike Berlon. Hit up the Drunk Line anytime you want. We will put you on a minisode. Like you yes. will have you your be own your show. It will be your episode of Craftroot Sports 44037 drunk. That line is open. And if you want to be a blogger, time. hit
1: one of us up. Or we're, uh, we're looking for any hungry talent Check and anybody who's got a passion cuz it's a dot
2: CraftrootSports.com yeah. is good. There is a lot of good shit We're on building there.
1: some more shit. A Hop lot. on board at, at the ground level <laughs> before it gets too big. <laughs>
2: There's a lot in the in the pipeline too. We got a lot that we're planning. So be sure to uh, join the Facebook group, uh, Craft Root Sports. I think it's like shit guys, sports and beer and other shit guys talk about or something like that. Some really long. Just title. search Craft Root Sports. You'll find it on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. A lot of good stuff coming. Thank you guys for joining in. We appreciate you. Cheers, everybody.
1: Root for chaos.